Sandra. Just for the date? No. Sandra. We have a fourth person here now. We do have a fourth person. Here, I, I oh, got no, you. No, 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 I'm no. here. <laughs> <laughs> Our fourth forgot he was here. Maybe we shouldn't. And there some new schmuck. Yeah, that's about right. <laughs> uh, hey, Matt, are you recording? Oh, shit. Welcome to This Week in MTG with your host, Matt Olson, Danny Oakstead, and Big G. Hello and welcome, Magic Folk, to episode 161 of This Week in MTG, your aggregate news source, news podcast for all things Magic the Gathering. We're your hosts. I'm Matt. There's Danny. What's up? Over there, we got Big G. Hey, hey. And we got an, uh, a new schmuck, I think is how it's written. That's correct. New schmuck, Anthony. Welcome. Welcome back. Hi. We didn't scare him away, which, you know, that's that's something. That's something of importance there, I would say. Might be impossible. Maybe. It's more likely he'll scare us away. Ah, shit. Just takes it over from us. <laughs> his now his goal. sad. You can the, buy it for a dollar. The, the no. joke of the new no, you guy gotta, coming You got to make a profit. Two dollars. Oh, yeah. Two dollars. The joke of him coming in taking out either Danny or I is now overcome by the fact that he's just going to be taking over the podcast and none of us are going to be here and it's going to be this week in Anthony. That's fine. That sounds like a porn. <laughs> a gay you could, porn. You could find it, possibly. Don't Google that. Do not. I'll say you know the rule of the internet. It probably exists. Yeah. If not, well. It will soon. Yep. Ah, oh, jeez. Definitely don't Google it now. <laughs> this Only is coming fans? out after the clip. It. Anthony's going to be going home. Is this going to be an OnlyFans now like, for us, too? Yeah, there is. Yeah, we finally there, found a there actually is an OnlyFans for this. Yes, there MTG. is. There is nothing there, but we have it. Danny. Someday there'll be something there. Danny, there Danny. might be a, f- a foot pick or a group foot pick, but I'm not sure. God. So we we don't just talk about uh, uh, sexually explicit stuff here on this podcast, but we do talk about magic Feet. as well because uh, we're we're a magic based podcast. Thank you for deciding to join us. <laughs> Everyone has feet, so that's that's fine, right? Let's keep moving along. Oh boy. Let's begin our episode by thanking you. Yes, you, dear listener, who has this audio in their ears at this exact moment, listening to these words. Thank you for uh deciding to click on this episode. Joining us for another crazy uh adventure of a podcast of this week in MTG. Thank you. Also, wanna give a big thank you to our uh Patreons. Uh, these motherfuckers think that this content is worth supporting monetarily. Surprisingly, into the shock of, I don't know, everybody here still. Well, I stopped contributing, but that's because I had, you know, I took JB out. So. Holy shit. That's a thing. Well, Anthony, he, he, you he paid his way there. Yeah, Anthony, how did you get in? Fucking Garrett paid his he, way in. He knew the right people. He knew the right people. I got guess, connections. Got the connections. I got the connections, man. Didn't have to pay his way in, but... If you want to pay your way in and take out one of us as a podcast host, <laughs> jump over to our Patreon. $5 oh, and you can have my spot. $5. Well, first off, we need, before before anybody kicks Danny off his spot, we need that 500 for that Chandra cosplay. Yep. Oh, don't forget about uh, Captain Risque. Captain Risque. That's another for, $500. For 800 so. No, nope, that's another no, 500 said, No, Captain Risque was first before Chandra. Oh, yeah, that's right. So we're yeah. getting Captain Risque. So that's 500 which means the Chandra then should be 800 But. 
Anyway. We have Patreons that we got to thank here. Uh, we want to give a thank you to Wade97, Chapman, Amu the Fox, Colin, Noah, Slade, Third String Chapman, Nikki, No Modifier, Steve, Jacob, Christian, Maddie K, Barra, Chimera, KCB, and Ernest D. Thank you to each and every one of you for being some crazy motherfuckers and uh, supporting us. Uh, if you, too, want to support us, check out our Patreon. There's no uh, risque Danny there yet, but maybe. There's, yeah, no, anyway. there's never going to be a risque Danny. Risque Cisse. I think he'll get there. He's gotta, yeah. we got to work on him a little bit more. But if you go there right now, oh we, cur- we currently have two tiers, a $3 tier and a $10 tier. At the $3 tier, you get put in for a monthly drawing for booster packs that get drawn for on a super secret live stream for Patreons only. And then there's at the $10 here, you get put in for a drawing for a commander card that is valued between $15 and $20 that also gets drawn for on that super secret live stream. That's like a 30-minute hangout on the first Saturday of the month uh, in the evening around sometime. So the next one that's coming up is this Saturday, the 5th, like 5 p.m. after sometime. Patreons, keep it, keep an eye on your Patreon channel to, to know when I go live with that. Maybe, maybe at some point I'll get one of these schmucks to join me. I this. will be in the cities. It's, well, it's maybe likely this Saturday I can actually make it with you. Oh, shit. Don't do it. I probably won't Just, be able to make it this Saturday. Besides keep, moving into my new house, I also will probably be playing at that tournament at J-Dubs. Fair enough. So check out our Patreon. Link's down below for that. Oh, and today's the day. Today's the official day that I set a goal for myself, and I think we all agreed upon this. But you can support us in another way. So by the time you're listening to this live... It's not up yet, but it's going to be officially live later this week. We have our new round of playmats coming out. We all, ag- we all agreed on the one design, right? Did yeah. we? That's what I'm making sure. That's, did we? Did you see it? Did we? Did you? No. Maybe? Okay. Was it the last one you showed me? Yes. So so okay. essentially, it's still going to be the end of this week. New playmats are going to be live over on InkedGaming.com uh, to, to, to support us there. If you're interested, by no means... Don't don't worry about it if you don't want to, but we're kind of excited about it. We think yes. they look pretty cool. So that's coming up. That's one way to support us. And there's a good chance that we can get them to go. We could get copies of these to give to our sponsor, J Dub Sports Cars and Gaming, to have on hand because they no longer have any of our playmats. And yes. we are officially out of playmats. Well, well that's a good thing, I think. Yeah. So uh, there's going to be a little buffer time between now and the end of the week for when that shit goes live. But yes, uh, I will be making a post about that. And nice. we'll have new round of playmats coming out at the end of this week. Oh, yeah. So uh, speaking of J-Dubs, though, let's hear an ad from them now. J-Dubs Sports Cards and Gaming, located in West Acres Mall in Fargo, is your one-stop shop for all your Magic the Gathering needs. In the store, you will find a huge selection of sleeves, playmats, and dice for you to personalize your battlefield with. Along with having a large variety of singles in their display cases, there are also binders and boxes for you to browse through. That much selection means that you will always find something you are looking for. J-Dubs is also the place to gather to play a wide array of formats with friends in the community. There is Commander League on Thursday nights, Modern League on Saturday afternoons, and Legacy Leagues on Sunday afternoons. And who can forget Friday Night Magic every Friday evening? J-Dubs has it all. Amonkhet to Zendikar and ways to sleeve, shuffle, and spell sling. Now let's get back to the episode. Thank you, J-Dubs, for supporting us. Now with all that pod- podcast business out of the way, I think we're uh, going to move to the breakdown. 
where I lay out how this episode is going to be structured for all of our dear listeners here. Yay. Starting off, we're going to go over to the Boggle Desk, where Big G is going to give us assault report, event results, and upcoming events as well. From there, we're going to go to a blogatog. Danny? No. No blogatog, so we're going to jump straight into the news, where we're going to have some secret layer discussion, spell slinger discussion, eternal weekend discussion, and magic 30 and brothers war combination stuff talking about that from there gonna move to the conjured currency section where we talk about magic finance and all that other fancy stuff then we'll end on a thought cast which possibly we'll make it to so with that dear listeners i I actually might have one for that today you got a thought cast for that i think but thought cast is not really it's magic related but it's more podcast related than Ooh. anything else well i'm i'm intrigued right, now go. i think we should try and make it to this thought guest so can we all just take a take a beat real quick what's up danny's making the thought cast and putting stock into this episode hey. before we hey start hey i kind of left it for a surprise but <laughs> <laughs> hey if you, you left a surprise you'd, motherfuckers you'd have two people dying of a heart attack on the floor one going, what's going on with these two? And how am I supposed to save both at the same time? You don't. <laughs> you choose Garrett. <laughs> Rough. <laughs> Rough. Rip Matt, literally. Sorry, Matt. <laughs> Choice was made. It's what I expect. He has more kids. <laughs> His lineage will go on. We don't know if Maddie's is coming out yet. That's harsh. Okay, let's continue before oh, it gets any grimmer. dear God. All right, salt and sugar report. <laughs> Title for this episode, Kill Matt. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> no, it's Rip Matt. Oh, that works, too. All right, so Sugar Report. Holy hell, I got to play a lot of Commander this weekend, and it was so much fun. I played a few games, too. I know, and we got, we if, uh, if you know, I'm going to call him out here on the podcast, if Chris would have not <laughs> been distracted by SNL and Matt would have woken up, we could have had two pods Oh yeah, yeah. on I, Saturday night. That would have been awesome. I played with Chris, what was it, last night? Oh, you did hop on that one? Yep. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I was sleeping that, that <laughs> night for 13 hours. I was out for 13 so hours. I want you to know, you would have gotten to play in a game where I brought out the newest deck. The uh, the mono blue, mono black, or mono blue, mono red deck? The mono blue doing red things deck. Yes. I, I made proxies because I'm waiting for the cards to get here mm-hmm. for my other ones that are Actually, I just got to actually order them and find, unless somebody has an old collection that's willing to go through them. <laughs> Nomad is going through his stuff going, hey, do you have this one? I'm like, yeah, I already do. Yeah, the crazy thing about that tech is like, it's a lot of old cards. Right? But I got to play a lot of Commander this week, and it was a lot of fun. We, we if you didn't uh, catch our posting, we actually recorded our 40K Commander deck episode. So we're going to be, I'm going to be editing cheat. that, <laughs> editing them that, that this week. But we even got to play together as a group, which was awesome. Play some decks that I didn't even look through. So that was cool. Yes. But uh, my salt is uh, freaking Nomad countering my shit on Friday night. <laughs> like, just let me have the card. No. Why would Nomad let you do that? Because it was... Nomad's a blue player. Respect. Was he playing his deck in Blackblade? Yeah, he was playing the deck. And, well, that he even said that's his only deck right now. Oh, he took apart his Wilhelm deck? Yep. Okay. Well, his deck on deck is really fucking sick, and I'm glad that he countered your shit just because that deck is good. So, so, Take that. so, 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 all, so y'all know 
the deck and deck is all cards pre-1999. There's nothing newer in that deck, which makes it... It was really oh, cool, that's cool to play. Which makes it so, way cooler in my book because of that. So it's like, I'm glad he countered your shit. I, it felt good because then the immediate turn after he um, he uh, did the enchant land oh, to you. That. Yeah. yeah, for that one. Son of a bitch. Good yeah, job. Matt, no was, Matt was playing his mono blue mill deck. Mono blue brew deck. Uh, Nomad went, nope, you, that that's a swamp. Your myriad landscape is a swamp. Yeah, I was going to use it to ramp, and uh, Nomad was like, no, it's now just a swamp, and I can't sack it to get two islands and ramp in mono blue. Yep, that's what I wanted it. to do. He didn't Good. let me. Get fucked. <laughs> all right. But other than that, um, we had some fun commander play all weekend, which was really cool. So it's always good to kind of meet up and chat and talk shit with a lot of our Discord members and Patreons. But now to probably one of the events we were maybe all paying attention a little bit to, whether it was watching live on Twitch, paying attention to the Twitter updates. I was on the Twitter update, yeah, paying attention channel. But the World Championship 28. So this was a standard event. So... I am not privy to all the things that are in standard as far as what's going well, what's not going well, but we've got our top our top winner and we got our top standard four standard deck list. But what I'm going to do first is something I always do, talk about some of the most played cards. So that way, if you are a standard player or you're looking to get into it, you can kind of get an idea of maybe some cards you should keep or some cards you should pick up. So the top four most played cards... Wedding announcement had 90 copies in 77% of the decks. And then number two is Raffian Scheming Seer, 82 copies, 70% of the decks. Raffine. Raffine? Okay, my bad. All right, and Denek Pious Apprentice had 73 copies, 70% of the decks. And Tenacious Underdog had 68 copies, 70% of the decks. Now, let's see if Danny was paying attention. What do you think the top creature is? Not paying attention. Knew it. <laughs> no, it's just I was paying attention. My my attention span, not my attention span, but my memory is very, very short. Which one do you think it was? I. Well, it was Rafine, the, se- the scheming seer. Good job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, did it. Danny got me on that one. Um, Denik was number two again. Tenacious underdog number three. And the taking up the fourth slot is Shieldred, the apocalypse. 59 copies, 70% of the decks. Make Big those surprise. make those people lose life or drawing cards. We almost had to, but we took care of that on Saturday quite a bit against Chris, dude. dude fucking fucking nomad. He has a thing for Shelly here. Just like whenever it gets on the board, it's like okay, we kill it, and then I gain control of it. <laughs> that was boring. Shieldred. Shieldred's a good card. Or I'm gonna copy it anyway. Yep. Back to the standard talk. Um, top spells. If you weren't paying attention, number one is wedding announcement. Number two is Wandering Emperor. It had 68 copies, 80% of the decks. Number three, Cutdown, had 57 copies, 83% of the decks. And Infernal Grass, 56 copies, 83% of the decks. Now jumping over to the Mothership for their their actual report on the decks. And who won? In the top four upper bracket, we had, and we'll just do a quick rundown of who played who and who won. And if I happen to slaughter some names, I apologize. I'm not always the best with last name and first name of pronunciations. So we have Eli Cassis. Cassis. Thank you. Going up against Nathan Stewart and pushing him to the lower brackets. Yep. So Eli won that one in a 2-1 split. So Nathan was actually lucky to get into that final. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 
Because he was at 9-5 and there was like four other people or five other people that had 9-5. Dude, fucking Nathan is just like this grinder of a Magic player that did so good. Uh, he, he he won the mocks, uh, the last season's mocks. Oh, really? Yeah, dude. He's been fucking, oh, he's been working so hard. There was a hipster of the coast? No, no, no. Corbin Hostler, I think, oh. had a uh, an interview with him after the mocks winning and stuff. And if I could find that, I'll make sure to link it down below because it was really cool. He was talking like he was just like testing with his friends and stuff, like leading for the mocks, not for the world champs and yeah. stuff. Yeah. But Nathan, he was like, I, I, I was rooting for him <laughs> because of that shit. All right. And then the next round of the upper top four bracket was Jacob Toth and Carl Sarup. We're going to go Sarup. Looks right. Maple? Syrup? Sarup. Maple. Sarup. Syrup. Sure. Sarup. Anyway, uh, Jacob Tooth, Toth ended up winning that one. And then Eli and Jacob went into it for the next one for the semis. And Eli came out a 2-0 on that one, putting him into the title match. And then we go down into the lower bracket where Nathan and Carl ended up going up against each other. And Nathan won. And then Jacob and Nathan went up against each other. Nathan won. And in the title match, Nathan got his revenge and a 2-1 split. I don't think he said what decks each of them were playing. I did not. So here we go. We'll quick run down the top four decks and we'll do that (laughs) again. There was two types of decks played for the top four. Eli was playing Esper midrange. Nathan was playing Grixis. I was about to say Gixis. Midrange. Gix. We're, we're going to be seeing Which, some more Gix. Gix. Gixis? Gixis. Is that going to be a new deck? It could be. Could That's be. a new deck. T- Have you seen Gix? You called it. We called it here first. Gixis is a new yeah, deck, deck name. That's what that'll, be, that'll be sweeping the world. And then we jump into Jacob was playing Esper Midrange. Carl was playing Esper Midrange. And then, yeah, they were all playing the same. So title match was Esper versus Grixis Midrange. Mwahaha. The crazy thing is, I um, Frank Karsten, no, was was it Frank Karsten? He did a math, or was it just the Wizards of the Coast themselves that had an article that dropped about like the decks that got submitted for World Championships? And like, I thought si- that was Frank. Was that Frank? Okay, I think it was. So it was like sixty percent of the meta coming into World Champion into the World Championship was uh, Esper mid range mm-hmm. with with Rafine and stuff. So that, that was, was good. <laughs> Who would have thought that conniving with uh, with uh, children? It, it, it's clearly that's a good thing. But let me so, let me tell you, uh, that was me. Remember at the RCQ. So yes, it is really good. So yeah, those are the only two decks in the uh, in the in the semis there. So, but yeah, so there we go. I mean, just because I want to make sure we're getting through our stuff. If you want to look at the deck list specifically, follow the link below. So now we're going to jump into some of our upcoming events. So here we go. First thing we're actually going to talk about is an arena open. So we have Dominaria sealed, and that'll be happening November 5th through the 6th. So I'll read a little snippet of the article, just the first main headline. Like Tefiri, the, the stalwart temporal archmage, we're taking a trip back in time for the next arena open. And that is November 5th through the 6th, like I've already said. Compete in Dominaria sealed matches for a chance to win up to $2,500 and an invitation to the December qualifier weekend. So, just like always, we're going to cover a few details before we get into some of the specifics for you. So, day first, you must be 18 or older to participate. Regional eligible restrictions do apply void if they are prohibited. 
make sure you're playing in the right right region for yourself. Long story short. There you go. And receiving monetary rewards requires having or creating a Wizards DCI or iPayout account. iPayout accounts cannot be created in advance. And then if you have any other questions or looking for any other details, please make sure to refer to the official terms and conditions. Now, going to day one. So Arena Open will begin Saturday, November 5th with both the best of one and best of three Dominaria sealed matches using 30-minute match timers for each player. So best of one, you need seven wins to earn yourself an invitation token to day two. Best of three, you need four wins to get your invitation for day two. You may enter day one events as many times as you like, but you only get to use one day two invitation if you get it. So if you get more than one, good for you. Congratulations, you only get into day two events once. Now, everyone who enters will receive the Urza Assembles the Titans card sleeve, and it's it's gorgeous. I, I'm digging it. I think the term you're looking for is badass. Motherfucking. Uh, I was going with gorgeous. It's so good. All right. So here are some of the event details for you. So like we said, the event will start day one. will start November 5th. It starts at 6 a.m. Specific, Pacific time. Specific. Specific time. Specifically at. 6 a.m. Pacific time. <laughs> And then it w- the sign-up will end at 3 a.m. on November 6th at that Pacific time as the well. The specific time. The specific hey, Pacific time. words are hard. Some people can't say those two words back-to-back. Anyway. I am one of them. <laughs> you will, you'll have three hours to complete your current run after sign-ups are done, and you won't be able to join after the deadline. Matches will progress that are in progress will be allowed to finish. Day one ends November 6th, 6 a.m. Pacific time. At specifically 6 a.m. At at specifically 6 a.m. Like we said, no matches can start after this time. Your entry fee is 25K gold or 5K in gems for both best of one and best of three. Format is choose best of one, Dominaria sealed, or best of three, Dominaria sealed. A lot of this stuff is redundant, but sometimes you just got to have it in here, folks. For instance, for you to get an invitation, you must, best of one, you will play until you have seven wins or three losses. Best of three, you will play until you have four wins or one loss. There you go. So now prizes. I know everyone's wanting to hear about them. Day one, if you have seven wins, and this is for the best of one category, Entry reward is that Urza's Assemble the Titans card sleeve. If you get seven wins, you get 5,000 gems and a day two invitation. Six wins, 2,500 gems. Five wins, 1,000 gems. Zero to four wins, you get nothing. You got your card sleeves. Good enough. Get out. Try again next time. Specifically zero. I'm going to throw my mouse at you. (laughs) Specifically at your head in central time, not Pacific time. My head's not that big. Yeah, it is. That's why I'm telling you, I'm going to get it to you quicker than, oh boy, than slower. All right, now you, two hours in advance. <laughs> are you gonna Are you gonna lift me and throw me all the way over to the the, the West Coast there? Then yeah, specifically to the Pacific Coast. <laughs> That's the East. Rip. No, no, West Coast. Don't <laughs> don't do that. With you, you, <laughs> no, both of us had that thought of like, what? Yeah, shit. Did. Did, did we go the wrong way? And I know in my head, I'm going. I've got the map in my head. Never eat shredded, motherfucker. 
Fucking Danny just loves doing that to you, just like fucking putting you on tilt. Like with the deck lists last week, there's only seven. Okay, seriously, I went back. I went back to the the one I copied and pasted directly from the message, and I don't know what was going on. There's eight there, wasn't there? No, there was seven. Oh, there was. <laughs> it wasn't his fault. Okay, okay. So, but the other one. Words are hard. Wait, so day one, best of three. So three chances for me to get Danny all the way specifically to the Pacific West Coast in one throw. If you get the entry entry reward is the exact same thing. You get those card sleeves. Four wins, you get 6,000 gems and the day two invitation. Three wins, you get 5,000. Two wins, you get 3,000. You walk away with one win, you get 1,500 gems and zero wins, zero rewards. So that right there, just rewards right there, it's kind of a slap in the face for anyone playing best of one. I'll say I'll say this though. Here's the thing. With the best best of one versus best of three, best of one, you are allowed to get a few more losses where best of one or best of three, you can only get you can't oh, even get a loss. No, I I I, I get that, oh. but it's the fact that you have at least three games. I suppose it's still three games, but it's still a fact of like, okay, well, well, and it's different, so maybe it's in, this is trying to encourage people to do more of the best of three because arena is a lot of best of one, and that's all, all people, most people, all yeah. think of authentic magic. That's all, really, that's all I play. People, people talk about authentic I hate magic being best of three. Well, I was going to say, I was going to say, let's think about our brawl league. Like, obviously, brawl is a little bit different than standard play or mm-hmm. even sealed, but we just do one offs and we're done. We don't even do best of threes. So there maybe you go. we should for the next one. Well, then the other part, too, is, like, the time commitment of trying to get in for day two. Yeah. Doing best of one, like, one, you're out. Oh, okay, cool. I can go to the next one. Yeah. the You can uh, spend a lot of money to get in to best of one or best of three. Like, you can get unlimited day one entries into this shit. Yeah. It's just going to best of two. That's how much time you want to spend grinding. But, yeah. but that, that comes back. It's like, hey, yeah, it's but we all go. It's 5,000 gems or 25,000 coin. For either one of these formats, yep, yeah, you're spending five thousand gems for a game in best of one. Is five thousand gems twenty bucks? No, that's like I think it's forty. Uh, I don't remember. I haven't played arena in a bit. I don't look at the marketplace for that. Yeah. To, a lot to know the arena cost of the it's, equivalent of gems to cash because that's like the clo- that's I think it. I think it is closer to forty. Is yeah. it closer to forty? I think it's like yeah. forty bucks. Okay. But so that right there is like, oh. okay, you have forty bucks. You can play one game. You lose. Oh, hey, now it's a forty dollars to get back in the game again. Whereas best of three, yeah, it's best of three. You have to grind a little bit, but you're guaranteed how many losses? Three losses in best of one. In yeah. best of three. Best of, best three of is... one, you get th- you can well okay, get up right to two losses. So you get more. Lo- be- you have more options of losses in best of one versus best of three. I don't know. because it's, it gives you the sideboard options. It's still to be able to... a lot of. Oh yeah, no, it's. That's still a lot of fucking money for and this, this. And this is sealed, for this. remind you. This is yeah. sealed. It's not like so you can fucking like metagame for this shit. You're just no. dealt the, the the cards that you are. And from from people online talking, like Twitter, Reddit, like the arena sealed uh, format is the preferred way to be playing arena sealed mm-hmm. as compared or as uh, the, the arena open as compared to, you know, if they made it it's standard or, or yeah. Stand, standard or yeah, stuff, except, so. yeah. meta. Sealed, they feel it's better. Well, and it, it's definitely that. it's definitely fair, but it's still the fact of like, I don't know, it's 40 bucks I worth can, of entry. Yeah, but you can remember, remember, the cash reward on these, it's $2,000 if you make it. $2,500. $2,500. If, if you win it, yes. Yeah. So, I mean, it's 
I think it's, I'll be honest. I, I've done a couple of these and not done well. And rip. yeah, yeah, it's, but it's rough though. But those are ones too, where they were, like you said, you come into meta game versus sealed, but these arena ones are not, I honestly think these are just for like people that are grinders. Yeah, it's like usually, it's not usually it's the streamers. It, yeah. Exactly, this isn't for your casual stuff. I mean, if you want to try, you should. It's, it is a good time to try. Well, yeah. it. But we're it, not we're not saying not to. I'm no, just saying that's, no, that's a lot of money for the everyday yes. player. In, in all honesty, if you're looking for something to do, you've definitely spent like let's say you enter in the arena open twice. You've spent eighty dollars on worse, <laughs> right? Um, maybe, but I'm also not. Are you yelling not going to? Are you not going to tell the podcast listeners about your reach around down Broadway? That was why do you, back. Why do you keep bringing that up? <laughs> you know what? That sounds like a story for the Oli fans. So let's hear God, about day two. Moving forward. So day two, if you want to be playing there, you have to win a day two invitation token from day one. So there's no cost to get in other than you paying 40, 80, 120 bucks, whatever it happens to be for your day one participation to get into day two. So, That's how you specifically get into day two. Yep. All right, so all day two players will open six packs at the beginning of the day. Entry period for sealed is open from 6 a.m. to 8 a.m. Pacific time, specifically that two-hour time is the only time you can open your packs. Oh, my God. Now We are going to kill Matt tonight. Nope. It's just going to be how many times can we say specific and Pacific in the same sentence throughout this whole podcast? I think we're up to 10. If you've so been counting, pl- let us know. <laughs> so We're starting at 10 now. New new title for the podcast, Specific Pacific. Are we going to fight for new on, titles? On ways to kill Matt. So players <laughs> so will then have... killing Matt. Players will then have until 12 p.m. <laughs> specifically Pacific time to earn Love up in. to th- <laughs> three match wins with a deck or they will be eliminated after a match loss. Then all continuing players will open six packs of... Sp- Second time, the entry period for the sealed two is from 12 p.m. to 2 p.m. specifically Pacific time. 12. Yep. I'll make the the click noise, you know, for the little thing. Players will have until 6 p.m. specifically Pacific time (laughs) to earn up to three more match wins or be eliminated after a match loss. Earning even a single win in the sealed two will be enough for a cash prize and an invitation to the December qualifier weekend. Now, we've already talked about a lot of the windows, and I'm going to avoid upticking the specifically Pacific time there you go. window. So <laughs> Create a monster. We have. So structure is you need three wins or you get one loss and you're out. So three wins gives you the sealed two invitation from your first round of on day two. Two wins will get you 5,000 gems. One win will get you 2,500. Zero wins, you actually get a prize on this one. 500 gems. So there you go. Slap in the face. You get the second day and you lose and you're out. The sealed two event details. Your structure is exactly the same. Best of three either until three wins or one loss. And this one, three wins, gives you that 2,500 and a qualifier weekend invitation. Two wins. Gets you $2,000 and a qualifier weekend invitation. One win gets you $1,000 and a qualifier weekend invitation. So long story. Oh, sorry. Zero wins. You get two, 20K in gems. Long story short on this stuff. 
Do your best on day one. Do your best on day two, round one, and try to at least get one win. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, weekend, uh, weekend invita- qualifier, weekend invitations. Those are those. That's one of the paths through arena to get into the pro tour. They have the qualifier weekend invitations to play once per month. That'll lead you into a qualifying weekend that then can go into the it, it's right before the pro tour yeah yeah, yeah it, it leads up. these well, are these are very similar to like what gps had on like the weekend if like you didn't make it to day two you had a chance to do it on a side event yeah yep. but but for arena yeah stuff. so yeah. which is really cool that you know you oh, don't have is. to go to like an rcq and spike yeah. that you could just be at home to do this kind of, kind and spike of stuff it. All right, but now moving on to some more local news for you as far as events and all that jazz. First things first, like I already said, we recorded our Warhammer 40k Commander Deck playthrough episode. That'll be the first put out there recorded gameplay episode. There's a secret episode that'll be for the Patreons only that Matt's taken a year and a half to put together. (laughs) Shots fired. Yep. Um, (laughs) They'll get there. But we do have a social media contest going on because our wonderful sponsors, J-Dub Sports Card and Gaming, gave us a copy of each of these decks that are still sealed so you don't get the ones we played with. They're not sealed up and they don't have a deck box for you. You get your own box and everything for them. So we've got a link on there for the King Suma or Sumo. So make sure to go on to any of our social medias. So that would either be Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Facebook. There we go. Um, and go look. There's a, a handsome picture of Matt, Danny, and myself for that. Um, all dressed up. All and, dressed up. And fun facts: if you were on there within like the first, I don't know, ten minutes of <laughs> Garrett yeah, posting this, yeah, you're probably sure, confused for a hot minute there. M- make sure to go back um, and do all the stuff, and make sure you got it all done, so you can get all your entries in there. Um, but on our social media posts, uh, just as a fun little kind of participation, see see who you think. Um, tell us who you think wins. Is it yeah. is it Matt? Is it Danny? Is it Anthony? Or is it me? We got so one f- person so far. So far, someone's saying I'm Garrett the winner. Won. Garrett won. Yeah, that's that's. He says for, forget is, all the other guys. Is he Garrett's winning? No, no. He is says, he the same person that also helps with the conspiracy on Garrett taking ninth place at all these tournaments? No, that's Garrett yes. himself. That's just Garrett. That's just, that's, that's me Garrett. myself. I take oh. ninth place out of every tournament gotcha. I go to because he can only count to nine. True. He misses eight. Like okay. he goes from okay. So I can't well, remember. I can't remember. Oh. I was watching Ted Lasso. <laughs> Good show. Okay. okay. Um, they, they switch over captains at one point in the episode. And, it, you know, most teams, they go, all right, hands in on three. The new captain goes, all right, hands in on 12. <laughs> one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, nine. And I'm like, holy shit, yes. That's me. That's me. He's not alone. <laughs> He's me. Maybe that's where I got it from subconsciously. I was only counting. I was counting that way. All right, so we've got that on there, so make sure to do that. That'll go until this following Sunday, so November 6th. So make sure to get on there, get your entry in, so that way you have a hot chance to win one of these really fun decks to play. Yeah, very enjoyable. mm -hmm. A lot of cool cards. Worth worth a good chunk of change. Maybe if you convince Gary, he might give you his sleeved decks and not the sealed ones. No, I'm purposely doing the sealed one because there are some people that would prefer to keep it sealed, so... But they want to play with the deck that you you played with. I didn't make any changes to them though. 
Anyway, they're cool. Yeah, don't make changes to these ones. Anyway, yeah, these ones you can either be like us, not change them at all, or once you get them, change them up or keep them in the box. It's completely up to you. You do you, boo. But make sure to uh, head over to J Dubs. We I linked them in our social media post, so make sure to go give them a like, give them some love on their social medias, so that way they're getting that attention as well. But speaking of J Dubs, our first upcoming event for us in the FM area is the J-Dubs RCQ. That will be November 5th, starting at 12 p.m. Central Time, specifically Central Time. It doesn't count. I know it doesn't. Wow. I'm counting it. So if it's at 12 Central... Oh, God. What would that be? It would Uh, be 10 10, 10, 10. Pacific. Sorry. Specifically? 10 10 a.m. specifically Pacific Time, but if you're in the Midwest, it's 12 Central Time. (laughs) The you for- just gotta love that this week in time j- time zones still shows up. Oh yeah, format is modern Swiss with cut cut to tops. Entry fee is a fifty dollar entry fee. Participation you will get that throbbing inspector. <laughs> yep, bringing that back from last Ooh. week promo, <laughs> and it, one booster pack of Double Masters twenty twenty two. If you make the top eights, you're gonna get selfless spirit borderless promo, a top eight pin. And additional prizing based on attendance. First place, invitation to the next regional. And the Selfless Spirit Borderless Foil Championship pin or lanyard. Pin slash lanyard. The foil textured Ren N6 and one of each foil fetch from Modern Horizons 2. Fetch foil too. Let's let's talk about this in a real term. Imagine if Throbin Inspector got a textured etched. Oh, dear Lord. <sighs> All right, so this this will be a... Etched for her pleasure. <laughs> Just, wow. <laughs> OnlyFans. This is for the OnlyFans. Oh, you hell no. This. Hell no. That's in the next unset. <laughs> oh, my Etched God. Etched for her pleasure. <laughs> Mark, Mark, if you're listening, fucking hit us up. We have ideas. <laughs> if you've read any of Matt's scripts, you know he'll have some good ones you'll like. Anyway, True. Um, this is a competitive REL event, so deck lists are required. So make sure to either print off your own deck list, make sure that's ready to go, or show up early before 12 p.m. So that way you have time to write down your deck list if you don't have it down. All right. And then speaking of RCQs in the Fargo-Moorhead area, Paradox is doing a two-day event. So they're going to have an event on December 3rd and December 4th. So either go to both, go to one, or go to none. It's up to you. So both days... Registration is starting at 11 a.m. Central Time, but 9 a.m. specifically Pacific Time. And it's set to start at 12.15 Central Time for round one, or 10.15 specifically Pacific Time. Again, format is Modern Swiss with cut to tops. This entry fee is going to be $39.99 for you. Uh, The pack prizes are a little bit different for you on this one, though, so that's probably the reason for the price difference. First place, you're getting a qualifier for that early 2023 invitation and this foil promo of Selfless Spirit. Second place gets that qualifier as well with the foil Selfless Spirit promo. Top eight, you get your two Selfless Spirit promos. And all participants get one Throbbing Inspector promo. Additional prizing, you will get Modern Horizons 2 set booster packs. Five packs per player will be added to the prize pool and distributed as follows. Are those Throbbing Inspectors etched? No, they're just regular. Okay, damn. They're not not etched for her pleasure. (laughs) Too bad. All participants are getting two of those packs. Ninth place will get four packs. That's where I'm getting those packs. I just want want to say, I want to be all-inclusive here. Etched for their pleasure. (laughs) 
<laughs> All right, there we go. <laughs> Everybody, if you want that, that's for your pleasure. All right. Uh, but first to fourth place, <laughs> we'll get equal packs, and a, that'll be approximately 60% of the top eight prize pool. Fifth to eighth, we'll get equal number of packs, equaling about 40% of the top eight prize pool. Um, and again, uh, if you haven't started doing your stuff yet, uh, pre-orders ha- should have started at pretty much every single LGS. So make sure to stop by your LGS, whether it's here in Fargo, whether it's anywhere, anywhere else uh, around the world. Make sure to go in and talk to your LGS about getting your pre-orders of Brothers War in. So that way you can get those Transformer cards. You can get any of those etched for her for their <laughs> pleasure cards. Anything like that. There you go. New title again. <laughs> But that's all I got for the upcoming events and everything from the boggle desk that one of these days we might have to rename and etch off that boggle stuff. Etched for their Shut pleasure. up, man. <laughs> oh, God. Anyway, so let's head on over to the news. What do you got for us, Matt? So starting off the news, here's your reminder that the... So I just want to preface this by... I wrote this with the intention that we were going to be recording this on Sunday. <laughs> We did not record it on Sunday, so I had to try and make some quick changes here. If it doesn't make sense in the long run, I did make some changes today to try and make it make more sense. But I just wanted to preface that. Um, starting off the news, here's your reminder that the Secret Lair Countdown Kits went live for pre-orders today and will be getting shipped on November 7th. This is the drop with 30 cards, one for each day of the month, all done in a variety of the previous Secret Lair art styles. For example, there's Nickel Bolas God Pharaoh in a Little Walker's Chibi style art. Necropodence. Necropodence. No, no, Necropodence. Remember, that's what Blake Rasmussen said on, on Twitch there. Necropotence done by artist Raffi. Oh, Jesus. Uh, Witch Terusswick. And Chrome Mox done by Dan Fraser. All this you can get for $149.99 USD. These are already getting. These were already printed so they can get shipped out as soon as they are made on November 7th, meaning they will be a limited quality quantity of these. Uh, we don't know the numbers at the moment. Uh, roughly, we don't. Someone did some math today on the numbers, and I'll cover that here in a second. So <laughs> we don't know the numbers on at the moment, but you will want to set your reminders for this one. Oh, hold on. It's sold out? In one hour today? Yeah, you can't get these anymore. They sold They're out. They're gone. And with that, uh, some people did some math, and it seems like uh, none of this can be verified. But from some people online that are pretty good at understanding like this kind of shit, that there's like 35,000 of these countdown calendars that were made. Less than 50, which a lot of people were expecting, roughly. And... Uh, Maybe we'll uh, we'll take a quick pause at the end of this whole secret layer count the secret layer section here, and then talk about our experiences because I did pick up one and stuff. So, but there are some other secret layers that are still pre-ordering now until November fifteenth. Those are the Post Malone Backstage Pass and the Lands, the three Warhammer secret layers, Blood Bowl, Orcs, and Age of Sigmar. Special guests Junji Ito and Yoji Shinkawa, which have. Uh, which have a set on sale in Japanese versions as well. Uh, the final drops are The Space Beyond the Stars, The Weirdest Pets in the Multiverse, and Totally Spaced Out. 
If you haven't heard of the contents of these drops, go check out our episodes that we did the other week where we go into more detail of these cards. But before we move on, what drop are you guys excited for getting in the October Super Drop? <laughs> That's the question I put at the end of this. Again, I wrote this expecting to talk about it on Sunday. <laughs> so I mean, I'll, I'll still put mine in if you wanted to know. Let's know. Oh, I'm for the uh, Yoji Shinkawa one. Dude, I'm still I'm still on the fence of trying to figure out if I get first off four of them, of you know the same one, and that being like do I want four foil or four non foil? Just I want the Tezzeret so bad. I'm so I'm I'm a little disappointed that with the uh, Yoji Shinkawa one that it was it's only, not etched. Yeah, it's only a I traditional know. foil, but the uh, Ito the Junji Ito one was in etched foil. It's like yeah, rude. Was his was his also both in? Two languages, though? Yeah, uh, Junji Ito and Yoji Shinkawa were they both They both in had Japanese English. and English. Yes. But, Except uh, he had etched, and then the other one had the foil. Yeah, Junji Ito had etched they the versions went, they for went both of them. two etched foils and two regulars. That's what I'm saying. Because as, as listeners know, I am a fucking simp for Metal Gear Solid. <laughs> and I got I got the fucking uh, Umazawa that came out in Kamaz- uh, Kamigawa, the box topper there put in a hard sleeve and i'm gonna be talking to uh josh after well i'll talk about this part yeah. after but framed and shit so yeah no i don't like I said i don't know which one i want more of like for the i, I do want four there's part of me that also says like maybe just get one of just the foil and call it good and then pick up four tesserts later <laughs> but i don't know i have i have time to decide i got time you do but for sure though People should definitely get that spaced out land one. Oh yeah, that one. That is very beautiful. It's in galaxy foil. Exactly, yep. it's yep. in galaxy foil and cool lands that you can use for your commander deck. So I mean, like right there, value. The, the unfortunate part is that they are priced up more, and there's they only come in the foil. It's fifty forty nine. That's worth it. It's because so good. that's going to go. When up are we going to get those? Because it's a uh, uh, strip Probably mine. Never. It's a strip mine. It no, it's not strip mine. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. It, strip it, mine. It, okay, strip mine is the big one out of the yeah. four. Which is really good. Strip mine and was it uh, not Forbidden Orchard? I'm drawing a blank on it now. We just talked about the. Listen to the other episode before I fucking like make a fool of myself. Dude, Danny Garrett, uh, October Super Drop. Honestly, this is a Super Drop. I'm not like going. Oh my god, there's so many that I would want. Like one or two cards out of a lot of them. Really, the the one uh, the one drop out of there that I'd want, and it's strictly for the Liliana, is the, the if looks could kill. Yeah. Fair enough. Yep. So add that, add that to your collection. And I'm, well, and it'd be more so go in the Liliana deck. So, but I mean, like the the spaced out lands one is really cool because like I've now I've gotten to see some of the galaxy foils and those look really cool. Mm-hmm. And like these are definitely like like we just said these are gonna like one time printings like this where it's Ash Baron's Command Beacon, Fabled Passage, and Strip Mine. There we go. Yep. Where you know for me the top ones that I would probably want to strip mine and fable passage. What about yeah. Command Beacon? I Command mean, Beacon's so good. You don't want to pull your commander to your hand? That'd be a just-in-case, and more often than not, by the time my commander continuously gets blown up, I have enough <laughs> mana to just sink it back there. into it. But, I mean, these ones, it would be one of those ones where I'd like, I'd honestly, I don't even know if I'd play these ones. I'd probably go and talk to Josh yeah, here in this... town and get them framed or something well, like that. I honestly, I wouldn't even get them framed. I would just get them graded. Yeah, there's that too. Yeah, Danny, so. Danny's the graded expert here. Well, I'm not really. I just you got more cards graded out of all of us. Well, yeah, because I have one. <laughs> uh, that matters. Wait, that does matter. Anthony, do you have a graded card? Uh, not yet. I have. Okay, so I Danny have. A, I have a, 
I have a roster of cards that I'm going to get put together pretty soon here in the next year and uh, work on getting them graded. And that's only because the start of was I, I got a textured foil Ulamog on trade that I also watched the pack open and saw it put into a sleeve. And I was like, I want that because <laughs> it's Eldrazi. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so for me, there wasn't really too much in this one. The 30th one is the one that I was really excited about out Agreed. of like all the recent drops that'll be coming out at that you're able to pre-order at the same time but not get at the same time. <sighs> now, quick, even though they're already printed, are there going to be shipping delays with the 30th anniversary? No, <laughs> there shouldn't be. Yeah, no, they got right now that they're saying that every, as of today, November 1st at 8.14 p.m., there is nothing that has popped up about current delays of getting the countdown kits delayed in shipping. So everybody... Their their ideas for these countdown kits to get in everybody's hands before December and stuff like because December you got like the advent calendar kind of a thing. But if you don't, you know, celebrate Christmas and stuff, you still can get in there. Uh, Kess Wiley, he went on Twitter saying, yo, man, I don't celebrate Christmas. Like, can we do this on the typical secret layer pre-order kind of thing where it's like pre-order to demand? And I was like, I don't care if I get it before December. Like, I don't I don't celebrate that shit. So, So. Will that happen? I doubt it's, but it's a cool, a cool jest to put out there. Be like, hey, wizards, just print, print this idea because a countdown calendar of magic yeah. cards is a very solid idea, no matter how you, how you fucking frame it. No, well, they they can also just make a whole new list of cards to pick too. Exactly, they could just re- we have this so like just every many year. artists. Like, why not? Yeah, and the the biggest thing from what we what we can gather is like these are not cards that were specifically uh commissioned for the countdown kits uh people are talking about like this is stuff that was commissioned at the time that these artists were doing for the secret layers to get done and these cards just didn't get picked yeah it was just held it was held on the back burner because they knew that they were going to be doing a 30th there's no confirmation of this but that's kind of the thing that makes the most sense when you yeah look at it for that so now three questions with the the 30th countdown advent calendar drop or rather three options tell me which ones you guys would do are you going to open it all at once? Are you going to advent calendar it in December? Or are you going to wait until 2023 and open it on the month that Magic came out? Ooh. That's a good one there at the end. Like do, um, a, do, an, do an actual countdown celebration for the 30th. That's actually pretty good. I think you maybe have changed my mind because typically what we do in our household is we, we celebrate Christmas here and uh, – <laughs> We spoil our son a lot and stuff. Last year, that motherfucker had two. Didn't he? Didn't he two, get a Pokemon uh, th- advent calendar? It was two advent calendars last year. It was a Pokemon and it was a Minecraft one. Oh, that was the other one. But two, yeah. And then, uh, and, and, and there was a Roblox one the other year and stuff. But we. We like the idea of advent calendars here because, you know, it's like ooh, a little fucking fun gift and stuff. I grew up as well with advent calendars as as well and loved the idea. We didn't get anything like uh, a bunch of toys and stuff. There was like candy. And I was like, say, ours were, ours were chocolate. Yeah. yeah, that's all we got. The, the, the biggest thing that was super exciting for me as a kid was instead of the chocolate coin, it was on the days that my mom would put the bubblegum coin in there. I lost my mind over the bubblegum coin more than the chocolate because that one felt more special because it didn't go in there as often yep. compared to the chocolate coin. But So advent calendars, yes. You bring up a good fucking idea so, now. So which one are you going to do? I am actually half tempted now to hold on to my advent calendar, the, the countdown calendar, to the uh, the lead up to the actual 30th anniversary of Magic the Gathering. 
All right, Danny, which one would you pick? You open them all at once. Uh, you, you fucking, all, all at once, you December again. Advent or th- actual 30th celebration. So Advent. here's the thing. I probably would just leave it sealed. Are you really? I suppose I, I could have made that a fourth I, option. I still have my uh, Shred Hard box oh. sealed. I, I got mine. I got a couple of mine. I was about to say, so. you got one sealed. You got one no, open. I got more you got than one. Friend. I got one. Five. I got five. No, uh, four now because I gave one. You got the fucking party because, hard trade hard. Because I got that one. Yeah, you did. And I did open it and put it in sleeves right away. Very good. Because no, it's, I just like it. So that's with with these cards. That I guess is just with Secret Lair in general. I feel, again, they're more of a collector card. Yeah, you can throw them in EDH, but I also don't play with drill cards in EDH. <laughs> Well, so a proxy life, bitches. Exactly. And he's fine. He doesn't have to worry about this. So yeah. it, it's more of like, it's a collector item for me, so I'd rather get it in a hard sleeve that's impenetrable to water or anything else. Yeah. And, and, and I think we all as Magic players can uh, speculate that this being the first time that Wizards is doing a countdown calendar, this is going to just hold a premium like, oh, yeah. if, if left yeah. sealed. Uh, when it comes to like the first time of anything, sealed product well, of that is going to be like first time of anything, again, no matter what it is, is going to hold value. Yeah, I think I think you're not going to be going wrong with that. I think it'd be but really your cool. patience is Ooh. fucking. It's it's more of like I put it in the cabinet and forget about it. <laughs> That's the way to do it. I I, kind I, of... I had my shred hard box on my computer, like on top of my little cube for the longest time, and then stared at it. Kenny started climbing. It's like, yep, I'm putting this into the cabinet and have forgotten about it for yep. the longest time. All right, Anthony, which one are you picking? Four options now. So I only have open, two choices. Open it all at once. Advent calendar in December. Advent calendar for the actual 30th celebration. Are you keeping it sealed? I So I don't know what I'm going to do yet for sure, but I can tell you of the two options that I would definitely choose is either going to be I open it all because I don't fucking care. <laughs> Because I like to fucking rip packs open, just be like, I want stuff, let's go. Hold or on, quick, quick disclaimer, this motherfucker bought two, so he, he has the ability to do multiple of these I options. know, <laughs> I have a second one that I have, I have a lot of choices to decide about. He's going to have that on. itch, and he has to scratch it. Because they're, I, well, I, I'll talk about that in a second. And then, <laughs> so, and then the other thought is, I, I, I'd actually like to do, I would definitely, because of the history of Magic, the amount of time I've played Magic for my entire life, I would definitely go with the, go by the start off. Yeah. Because that, that to me is like, that brings so much more out of it to me in the sense of like, yeah, you could keep it sealed. And like I said, this is a different scenario for me because I have two of them. But I mean, like the reality is like, if you're not going to do it for the profit, do it for the nostalgia. Yeah. And that's way better. Oh, and, and or have a quick trigger and just rip them all over. And, <laughs> and that's, and that's why like, if I do open them, I'll send them in. You yeah. get graded. Cause yeah. that, that's, that's more like, hey. Oh yeah, this one definitely too. This this would be the one where you can create that calendar with your plaques, right? Yeah, that'd be really yeah, cool. That's or good. your timeline with plaques. Yeah, yeah. This 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 whole countdown kit is crazy. It's sold out within an hour. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, I watched it on my phone. <laughs> yeah, and waited like everybody else. I had I was in a group chat with someone else or a few other guys from uh, J Dubs and everything too. Like we're all talking about it and like just the fear. Of sitting there and like I know there's some people that bought way more than I did, which is fine, but like the fear of like you having to go through the guest buy 
you couldn't use your own account because they crashed. Yeah. The, you want to talk about that there real quick? Like, hi, oh, just, yeah, yeah. Like, just mention that real quick yeah, and then so, continue on with this. So what ended up happening was the startup was like, okay, everybody was like waiting and watching the time. And like I set an alarm on my phone. I'm like, three minutes prior, I'm going to just stare at my phone and be ready to go. As soon as it hits, I had two windows open. One that I was going to log in through my account. And I had one on my phone that was just ready to go for whatever on the actual things. I'm like, I got to figure out how to do this. It goes on. I tried my I I tried the account first. The thing that they mentioned with that real quick is that they yeah. said that if you log in with your Wizards account, the processing would be faster. Yes. So like you had a little bit more of incentive, and we all got Wizards accounts. We all got Arena. If you but, got if you got an Arena account, you can sign it through Wizards. But that was the thing that they were highlighting <laughs> there. You would go to faster. You would be faster. But the problem was they underestimated how many people wanted to log in on the server <laughs> to try to get these things. So I pretty much crashed, and they had a gateway stop. So everyone started going, oh, God, how do I get onto this? And right away, I was like, I just went on my guest one and got to through. The guest. And I, I right away messaged in the group chat. I was, go to the guest. Go to the guest. You know, like, and some other people figured that out right away, too. But, yeah, it was a wait. Um, I sat in a queue for about, I think mine was like 13 minutes. Some people I saw, they had 50. Some people had 30. I mean, they changed really fast, of course. Got in there. Got two in my cart. They had an issue show up right away saying, like, you couldn't continue for payment. They posted something really fast about that, fixed it really fast. Um, I don't know exactly what it was, but then it changed, got into payment, edited everything, got it all put together and put in. And I sat on a screen that said processing order. I'm just like, okay, well, here's the problem. I charge it to a different card. That's not my debit card. So I can't just look at it and see if it gets put in right away. I'm like, should have just went the other route, but I didn't, whatever. And then all of a sudden it was just waiting. And like the screen tells you to like, don't go back, don't refresh. And you're sitting there just staring. Fine, said, screw it. Refresh. I refreshed it on a risk. It Don't refresh. Out. It Anthony, worked. Refresh. <laughs> yeah, I, I looked at that screen for 10 minutes, okay? I was just like, I don't want to, but I'm going to. So I did. It switched over. It told me my thing was pro- like, congratulations. Uh, we, we've processed your order. Now wait for an email. I probably waited for an hour until mine showed up, maybe an hour and a half. And then, yeah, got my confirmation email. Cool. Funny thing, though, was I also had somehow, which they're not in my cart on my Wizards account because I got in there on my Wizards account, and I had two more that I put in my Wizards account file instead of going through the guest, and I got two emails telling me that somehow I can process my order, and I have till Friday to do this, but the problem is I go to check it, and I don't have anything in the cart, and I'm like, I don't think you guys did what you told me to do. Email Wizards about it going, hey. I still, I, want, I still want my two. <laughs> I mean, if if that if that's an option, I mean, I definitely would get two more. I mean, I don't want to buy two more, but I, I just, I'll take two more. But yeah, it was it was a process, and it was something like I'm I'm glad they actually went through the secret layer versus um, Hasbro site because Hasbro site is just trash. But so to round it off, I'm struggling between even opening it, like Danny or uh, calendar. Or uh, anniversary calendar. Yeah, yeah, dude. I'm. I, I, I don't know which one I'm doing. I'm totally. Uh, now that you brought it up, I think I am. I got patience, as fucking proven by my fucking shelf over here. Right. I got a double masters draft box. You and just a VIP box. you just buy stuff and put it in front of it so you don't see it. I do do but he, here's the other so, thing too. Hey, it's have you guys looked at the secondary market for these things yet? I have not. No, there are some that are going for a thousand five hundred bucks on eBay. Just like the whole pack itself, the whole pack. Like okay, people people so, got them 
and they are selling them out the fucking ass. Well, okay, we can we can definitely imagine that this is like that upsell kind of a thing where people f- have the the initial fear of FOMO yep. of this product that's a first of its kind. We don't know if that they're going to be doing another one in a year or whatever. Exactly. But the the current price of FOMO, people are initially pricing it at like a thousand dollars. I I don't think that don't do that on eBay. Yeah. Don't do that on eBay. That's I was about gonna to move say, down. I, I was can't about to say, it's I gonna think, hold that. I think the way I'm leaning now that we've talked about it a little bit more is I think I'm gonna I think I'm gonna lean towards the my my plan A is I'll open it on the anniversary, so obviously it'll stay sealed until then. Mm-hmm. And then if I if I forget about it, then well, then there you go. Is that a happy, is that a happy still happy? I'll just find it one day and like, oh, I got this. And I mean, I'll, I'll make an advent calendar that month. I go, maha, motherfuckers! I'll open it in a pack a day. I'd just take it into Josh and have him open it and then send it out. <laughs> yeah, like right. I did, with, with like the I white did, gloves. Well, that's what I do with my Mox Diamond. I bet. But so, anything else on the drops, guys? But he didn't have white gloves. Oh well. But I still got ten oh. This was, go. this was a really good deal. I'm if if you missed out, uh, a, a buddy of mine he hit me up uh, later in the evening. He's like. Man, I was not expecting this to be sold out, and it's sold out. I'm like, oh shit, man! If you would have told me like the day before, I totally would have uh, put one in my cart because yeah. I was able to get some and yep. stuff. So, and I, I appreciate it, it, you it, because it, honestly, I fucking called it when they were like, "Oh, we already have the amount set." I'm like, somebody's got to order this for me because something's gonna go on the morning of, and I'm not gonna be able to log on. And with everything that was happening and everything that was happening at school, I was like, because you texted, I'm like, yep. Shit's going down this morning, so I'm really glad you're on it for yeah, me. Danny, you motherfucker. That's hey, like even. Hey, I, 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 I hey. texted you 45 minutes before. 45 minutes before. Sir, some people have to work. Yeah, yeah. I know that was your I was working. Bullshit. I was able to message him back. I was able to work and get two of them, so yeah. yeah. So that's, that's. And, well, I was in front of my computer you know drawing lines, hey, making sure hey, projects you know get out. You know what? You want to split that, that third one then? He took too long getting back to you. Ooh. Hey, at least I got back to him. I guess my thing, I'm that hard part, is like. What do I do with my second one? Grade it. Let's let the voters decide. Let the voters decide. Have them tell me what I should do with it. No, this is what we do. This is what we do. You're now on the podcast. Your toll for being on the podcast since you weren't part of the Patreon, you put that up for a giveaway. Flip I it and rip it. I don't know if that's yes. okay. That's, that's what I was going for. <laughs> flip it or rip it. Every single pack, you flip it or rip it. And somebody <laughs> says, Oh, God, no. <laughs> No, the value. <laughs> because at that point, oh, the Chrome Mox. At, oh, that, no, at that point, Danny, oh, no. he does this on Twitch for us. Danny and I just fucking make new accounts. Rip it, rip it, rip it, rip <laughs> yeah, it. We make, yes. five, we make five new accounts each. Rip it. <laughs> Needless to say, uh, th- this is a good product. I really hope Wasi does it again. If you missed out. Yep. Oh, and it's so, all foil. All foil stuff, so too. That, so, so they're coming up are going off of your, like, hoping they do it again. Well, how soon would they do it? Well, this seems like the kind of thing that they would do again end of the, the year. Christmas time. Like, why I, not? It's an end you of the put, year thing. You put it in the fourth quarter, you're going to be making money on the people that weren't going to be putting this up, you know, having this accessible so, uh, for the holiday seasons. And maybe they'll even put it on pre-order sooner, do a longer thing, because this is just, like, one of the... This seems to be, like, the FOMO kind of grab, like, hey, this is... We we already have a limited print of these out. you got to be one of the first fucking people in line So, here. I, I, I get that, but I come back to, okay, you have 30 cards. Each one is from a different secret layer. Uh, for, out of out of the 30 years as well, too. Well, Each yeah, but I mean, like, they're so all within, within the secret last secret layers. Yep. And they're not... 
not a single one of them is from the same set of secret layer. Yep. But you can't have we don't have thirty different secret layers throughout the year. Yeah, we do. No, it's it's going no, no. from all the secret layers. Secret all the secret layers from the beginning. I, I suppose. Well, it wasn't it wasn't from just this year. Yeah. It was for but, but I mean, all the secret layers. So how many secret layers have there been? More than thirty. Has there? Yeah. I'll pull it up on my phone and tell you. But while Anthony's doing the live lookup, let's keep going with the news a little yes. bit. All right, so yesterday was Halloween, and I was casting some spells on a bunch of motherfuckers, getting that Halloween adult trick-or-treating done and getting my shot of fireball out of the house. So one could have called me a spell-slinging fireballer. You like what I'm doing here? I'm adding to your shit. I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll fucking accept it. I'm glad for this. Danny, he's fucking done with your shit right now. And I'm done with your shit. You, I you ready? You ready? Because of my actions... Uh, one could say I was so lit. <laughs> no, seriously, I didn't get that bad off of one one shooter of fireball. <laughs> but I'm gonna leave mine and Matt's bad jokes aside, so that way we can actually tell you about some spell slinger news that dropped yesterday. Spell slinger for those that need a reminder, because you've either forgotten about this is like a Hearthstone clone, or just haven't cared about a Hearthstone clone at all. This is essentially a Hearthstone clone. Man, that one's almost tr- as tricky as the specifically Pacific. Anyway, Nine, ten, ten. <laughs> a mobile game where it's nineteen, where some well-known oh, magic cards got a digital adjustment and accommodate for the game um, for a fa- face-based, fat, fast-paced. That's my bad for yeah, Okay, fast-paced card strategy game. But back to the news portion on the Spell Slingers website, there was an update talking about upcoming set called Hell Vault Unsealed which is slated to release sometime in early November. Hellvault Unsealed is going to be introducing 15 new cards that are based on a the fan-favorite playing Innistrad. Who would have thunk with a name like Hellvault Unsealed? It would be something to do with Innistrad. Well, it could have been something to do with just damnation. You never know. Ooh, crazy. Right? Uh, so anyway, previews are going to be going on all this week. We will... Rattle off a few of the cards getting introduced first. A new Planeswalker is getting added to the Spell Slingers lineup, and that is Soren Markov. Currently, no information is out on what his ability b- will be, but some of the cards first that was previewed was Death's Shadow. It's a 13-13 that costs 20 mana, and on the text it says, cost one less for each damage you've taken this game. Another card previewed so far is the Champion of the Perished. It's a 2-1. It costs 2 mana. And reads, after you summon a zombie, put a this gets a plus one plus one. And the final card that we'll be covering today is Earl, uh, Ulrich. Ulrich the Outlander. I don't know for whatever reason I was thinking it was going to be harder than it was, and then I got caught. Ursula. Off. Ursula. <laughs> Ursula. Uh, this will be a five-five warrior costing five mana that reads Moonlight Haste. Attack. Add a random creature with Moonlight to your hand. Moonlight is a new keyword that works like this. If you end your turn with two available mana, flip this creature. So, Uruk has Moonlight. Anyway, meaning it transforms to another creature, and this creature is called Ulrich the Huntmaster. Thank you. (laughs) If I'm going to fuck it up, I'm just going to have an insert name here. It is a 6-6 trample that reads, after this gets flipped, give a random upgrade to each friendly creature. 
This set is looking interesting. Honestly, uh, for me, I haven't played Spellslinger in a little while. I've got it downloaded. I'm on our This Week in MTG team yeah. and everything. Um, hit, I should hit, probably actually play some more. Hit us up in the Discord. I'll send you an invite because I play that. Uh, I took I took like a week off of playing that, and I'm jumping back in now, getting ready for the Hell Vaults Unleashed, Unsealed. Is what? this that? Uh... It's the Hearthstone clone on the phone. Okay. I mean, hence with the, the, the Hearthstone. No, no, I, I just wanted to make sure. I've never played it, so that's why I'm wondering. It's pretty fun. It yeah, sounds I fun. I enjoy it. You, I'd you say it's a little, to me, it's a little bit more like... Uh, free to play, though? Yeah. It's free to play, play, yes. Pay to win, free to play. Yep. I mean, I don't know. Like, you, you go on every day. It's It doesn't... It does, At least to me. At least to me. It doesn't have that full... Uh, you gotta pl- you gotta pay to win. Like you can get f- they they give pretty generously like free gems for their daily logins and stuff, and then they give like good deals on some cards. The one thing I don't like about it is like they have foils of cards. It's like foil fucking digital cards and shit like that. But yeah, I don't know. worthless. The the game is pretty fun. I enjoy it. Uh, Sam Black, fun fact: Sam Black, he is making content about. Uh, about spell slingers he has a deck tech and gameplay through of um the ajani deck that you so, so the gist of the deck uh, the gist of the game is like you have one base planeswalker that has an ability and you can only use the colors that are around that planeswalker so ajani he's green and white so you can only use like green and white cards in the deck and stuff there to make your uh 40 card deck that is you can only have two copies of each card mm. kind of a thing uh you get a mana gem instead of a land at each turn you use that it's it's very cool i enjoyed i played a lot typically before bed to help like me wind down like no i get you long day it's I, good i do that with youtube all the time i'll watch something on youtube and all of a sudden the next thing i know my phone's at my my bedside table or something also you're like Kapung. i'm like Oh, yeah. what was that? <laughs> but uh sam black i'll make sure to link to some of his stuff because he has a an ajani deck tech and game playthrough and ral zarek that i've watched he's he's is really there good. a tesseract option on there uh there's no tesseract yet they got ashiok stop download <laughs> well they just put soren in here what's stopping them from having tesseract come later because they got they got the gate watch they have cut so the, the gate watch five kai which uh then there's kaya it's a fairy uh um. Ashiok. Huh? Isn't Ob one? No. Ob uh, Nix is not in there. You got uh, uh, Menatar. Drizzit. Oh, Angrath. 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 So, yeah. Jace, Liliana, Chandra, Nyssa, uh, Ajani, Ashiok, Teferi, Kaya, Te- uh, not Tezrit. Uh, is it Cameo? Guy? No. Is it Guy? Oh, Ra- uh, Ralzarek. Ralzarek. Ralzarek, Angrath, now Soren. Okay. So, there's they're going to be adding more. That's fine. I'll start playing Tezra shows up then. <laughs> Clearly. 30 oh, years ooh. down the road. <laughs> yeah. So, for the secret layer stuff, quickly. Oh, yeah. Did you get the numbers for how many secret layers have been since I, they've begun I, in 2020? Nope. It was December 3rd of 2019. It started with the Bitter Blossom one. Oh, that's right. Okay. so Which, sadness, I passed up on that. I shouldn't have. But whatever. What is your guess? I'm going to just point around the room to each person. Tell me your guess of how many you think there are. 83. Matt's 83. Danny? One more than him. Hold on. Is this like individual ones and not like Super Drop where it has like 10 they, in them? Every. So how it counts the secret layers is that every single one of them counts for themselves. Okay. So yeah. 83. So even even the drops 
they are a collection of them. So, so this also includes like yep. uh, so like the extra life ones as well. Yep, this every secret layer they've ever made it has to count. I should probably get the sec- the extra life one. I have been getting all the extra oh, life yeah, ones. Oh, yeah, that's anyway. one too. Sorry, yeah, that, that one's still available as yeah. well. Yep. Secret life time. You have to anyway, the fifteenth. Yep. So you're going with eighty three, or are you going to change? Because we already know he's one higher than yours. Ninety three. So ninety four next to me. Big G, what you got? It's probably closer to two hundred. We're gonna go one hundred and five. One hundred and five. Yeah. Are you going to change your mind at all? Or are you going to actually... Yeah, yeah. So I'm, against, I'm going like 154. 154. Okay, yes. so I got, 80, uh, I got 94, 154, and... 105. 105. Anthony, what's the result? Hold on. Quick math in my head. Just <laughs> you got to fucking... There's no number no, no, on I your... have I have it. I need to know Then what's the fucking math that you're... Tra- what's the I'm number? You're, you're, you're doing closer. price, right, no, price no, is right rules. Price is right rules, motherfucker. I know. Right. Closest without going over. Yeah. Oh, that would be you then. Then there we go. <laughs> I win. Well, price right. The total is since that time, with the newest extra life, not counting down the new kit. Okay. Okay. Because I don't. But yeah. that, would that count as one, or would that count as thirty individual ones? The kit that'd be one. Okay. It's, it's one thing. Right. Like the super drops are a com- combination of things. Where you okay. get the so individual anyways, boxes. Yeah. So. You have individual boxes. Okay, okay, okay. So not counting that one, the total right now is up to one hundred and thirty-seven. Damn. And Damn. that's in. Three years. I mean, Literally three years. That's pretty. Like, even if we go with the countdown kit and, like, the release time and everything, like, you know, we're I'm, we're almost at December 3rd. So, three years. 137 of them. 134 now. And what's going to stop them from having another secret layer drop come at the end of... Like, they're going to have something for Black Friday. Um, they're going to have something in December. Well, right? they're going to they're gonna have... Well, I'd assume they have one come in December. And that's just because, like, once again, I love this secret layer stuff, but I hate the, the flaw of the design, which is, hey, it's a secret layer. But we also have tons of other products you should buy too. So if you have a wallet, it's probably empty. I don't know. It's one. Let me of open the, this up quick. Moths. It's one of those things. Like, they're they're cool. I mean, secret layers are always a thing. Like I had someone ask me, like, "Oh, you don't like secret layer and stuff?" I'm like, "No, it's not that. It's just not every secret layer is for me." Granted, yeah, yep. you do get to a point sometimes, like I did, like when I won that uh, shred harder, I was really happy to get that because that was when I passed up originally because at the time, you know, in the moment of having that time for him to choose, I was like, I don't think this is really my thing. I put I put so much money in the Party Hard Shred Harder. I and love that's okay. that set so much. If they fucking come out again, like that's why I wanted this fucking countdown. Dude, necropotence. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, so the point is, yeah, it's, it is, it is like I always tell a lot of people too, it's like secret layers are, they're awesome, doesn't mean you have to buy every single one of them. Yes. Unless you're like a uber fanatic of collecting, then probably just buy one of each, that's fine. Otherwise, pick and choose what's good, what you like, and, and just go by that route. You want to talk about picking and choosing some new shit coming out? You see about the Eternal Weekend here? Uh, no, I have not yet. Well, that's your that's your part. That you're I know. Doing. I got to pull my thing up. I was looking at other things. Hold uh-huh. on. It's what I we don't... call a segue in the biz. Segway. All right. Eternal Weekend. Owners of Vintage Trading Cardboard. Listen up. The Eternal Weekend returns in 2022 for in-person and digital for those who are unable to attend. Eternal Weekend is for those who are unaware of what it is. It's a weekend that Watsi sets up with a tournament organizers around the world to highlight the eternal formats of Vintage and Legacy once a year, with some really awesome prizes given to the winners of these events, such as giant card prints of eternal viable cards. This year we will, or this year will be no different. So let's just jump into the details for this year's Eternal Weekend. There will be two in-person events happening in Aichi, Japan, 
November 26th and 27th, hosted by Big Magic, and in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, December 9th through the 11th, hosted by Card Titan. For the Achi event in the Legacy Championship winner, will receive a Gaius Cradle Trophy with artwork from Ralph Horsley, and the vintage winner will receive a Bazaar of Baghdad Trophy with artwork from Chris Simon. Uh, both these are giant cards, as mentioned before, and all cards mentioned going forward will be giant as well. Oh, wait, what? They're going to do trophies of giants now? Trophies of giants. <laughs> they're, they're giant giants. card trophies. They're, they're gi- like when they when For these events, right? Yeah, for okay. the Eternal Weekend, all the winning cards, except for actually at the very end, you're, yeah. you'll get I'll to that part. But, just, but the, 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 the giant cards, I don't know, like, imagine, I don't, they didn't give dimensions for them. I got an idea. It's probably yeah. It's, it's smaller than this. It's like know. two like, by three. Imagine like the uh, the way that they are looking. Like I'm excited. A little like, bigger than a screen monitor a cor- for computers. Well, or it's, it's like the size of the table. No, what you cards, see, like card scale. Okay. No, what you see at like a, a GP kind of a thing that you could get with tickets and stuff. Okay, that's a cool trophy though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the thing. Oh, and that gets around the reserve list. But continue on before we don't you go down that fucking trail. Play with the. <laughs> Both these giant cards are mentioned before, and all cards mentioned going forward will be giant as well, blah, blah, blah. Philadelphia's weekend legacy championship winner will take a scrubland home with artwork from Raul Vital. The vintage championship winner gets the Time Walk trophy with artwork from Tyler Walpole. Now for those people who are unable to attend either of these in-person events, the eternal weekend for MTGO will be going down December 10th through the 11th with a cap of 672 players. You need to have 20 event tickets or 200 play points to be able to enter this. The prize for the Legacy Championship is the Tabernacle of Pendrel Vale trophy with artwork from... Oof. Good luck on that one, man. Uh, Mila, Milavaj Siren? Sure. I that think, looks good. Yeah, I'll go with that. <laughs> uh, the Vintage Champ winners receive an Ancestral Recall trophy with artwork from Vulcan Baga. Uh, one thing Watsi is doing differently with this physical return to the Eternal Weekend is having special printing of some cards for the top eight participants. Those cards for the top eight of both Vintage and Legacy, no matter where you participate in the world, are a retro border ponder with artwork from Julie Dillon from the Legacy Top Eight. As for the Vintage Top Eight, they'll receive a retro frame gush with artwork from Sam White. And we'll have the links to enter in each of these events if you are interested in the description below. So, yeah, the Ponder and the Gush are actual cart, actual like cards you get. That yep. you can play again. Well, yeah, that's cool. For the top eight. That's, that's worth it. Um, so, the kickoff to the year of Magic 30, <clears throat> Joke Fest, uh, had us return to Dominaria in the present and very soon the past. Uh, the Brothers of War set is going to release. Is getting released worldwide on November 18th with paper pre releases happening at LGS's near you the week before on the 11th. Uh, but let's go over what we need to know about the upcoming set based in Dominary's past. Last week on Weekly MTG was the soft kickoff to the preview season. We'll, get, we'll go over some of those in a bit. But then, let me tell you about some other cool stuff that got announced, like an MTG partnering with Extreme Robots. Formerly Robots Wars dot, uh, Wars TV, uh, for an epic one v one bot battle, each bot will be depicting either Urza or Mishra, and fighting to see who should really, who should have really won during the Brothers' War. Actually, that's really cool though. If you think about it, 
I mean, that'd be, that's remember, a really I'm, cool way to tie things in and kind of like do a different way of promoing stuff. Oh, yeah. It. I remember watching those on like Spike TV. Oh, yeah. Right? I loved it. So I still get hype when I see Well, I suppose we it. can, you know what? Fuck it. He left. He's All right. right there. So, what a dummy. Fuck it. He left. The he room. left. All right. So we're I, taking I know over. some of the things that people are really excited about is this new cycle of the painlands are co- going to be finished off. So, yep. We're getting our, you know the brushland, the underground river, Larmoir Waste, and Battle Battlefield Forge are going to be back um, in standard. Yep. So that'll be a cool thing. Um, you know, we don't have shock lands, we don't have fetch lands. Uh, a lot of the dual lands that we have right now are coming to play tapped. So yeah. Well, we do have fetch lands in standard, don't we? No, not standard. No. Pioneer though. Pioneer. Pioneer has no. the yeah they do because they have failed passage. You have expanses. You have. Minor fetch. Yeah. Minor Not, fetch. When people say... I don't, basic fetch. Yeah, basic fetches. Oh, no, we do in standard. New Capenna. Those new... Ba- the, the it new, has the Evolving Wilds to gain you a life. Yeah, yeah. That, that's, that's having a fetch land. Yeah. It's, a, it's not a great one, but it's something. But um, cool new mechanics that are coming out. We kind of talked about this with the, with the uh, teaser spoiler from Rosewater the other day. Yep. But prototype. I mean, that looks pretty cool. Ooh, so like, dope. Like, a lot of this stuff is going to be cool with things like blinking effects. So, it's cool. Yeah, I'll get it out there so I get the effect, you know. Uh, so, we have Arcane Proxy up on our screen right now where it enters the battlefield. If you cast it, exile, target instant or sorcery card with mana value less than or equal to the power from your graveyard. So, copy that card. You may cast it without paying its mana cost. So, I mean, you could do it early game for the three cost. And then blink it, and it comes out. It would hit the seven because then it would go to. They look at the four power instead. So yep. I just want to point this out. This could be something that you see in like Blue Tron, right? Yeah. Oh, this, definitely. This, this is Tron. This like, is a lot oh, of pieces. Yeah. A lot of pieces are. You could have. Well, I mean, if you think about it too, like you'll get some maybe different variants of colors of Tron in modern. Yeah, that's one thing I'm excited for. I think I mentioned it on the podcast before, but I am very. Uh, intrigued about making a uh, Azori- an Azorius Tron deck, so that way you can get Urza Planeswalker. Because having worn power, uh, the Might Meekstone power power stone, like it's five mana, it can kill a creature, draw cards, and then just Urza reducing the cost of artifacts as well, and but then flipping over. You, when you could, get the flipped Urza. That's just so well, you damn could just powerful. play the Thopter combo and get the exact same thing with a lot cheaper power. But but it's because fucking it's, Urza Planeswalker. Yeah, but I could it's I could Urza but you could turn turn three into your new Urza, and then you could go into turn four and play the new Urza or the old Urza, and just stack on top of each other with some cool stuff and get real crazy. I mean, yeah, but that's still being Azorius Tron, or you could just be Azorius regular deck. Sorry, I'm not, no, you're right. You can have some cool. I don't think <laughs> I'll be honest. I don't think you're gonna get the Tron part no, going. It, you're gonna have to pick one or the other for don't, colors. Don't get me wrong. It's cheap. It's 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 fucking janky as hell. Yeah. And it's the only reason why I think Tron is because it's seven to activate. <laughs> I know. To fucking flip the Urza. I know. With I, I said Urza. it from the beginning when the card came out that it's a homage to the Tron lands, and it really is because it's seven, and just like a lot of the machines, they all have seven costs for everything too. Yeah. These um, these uh, these prototypes. Well, they're cool. So so the yeah. prototype mechanic. Did you? Mention? Oh, sorry. Sorry, the prototype mechanic reads, you may cast this spell with a different mana cost, color, and size. It keeps the abilities and the types. So for Arcane Proxy, it is originally a seven generic mana 
cost, it comes in as a 4.3. And colorless. And it's colorless. Mm-hmm. But the prototype version is one and two blue pips. It's a 2.1. So instead of being a colorless, it's blue. It's blue. Yeah. So I think so. that matters for colors and stuff. But I mean, like, it's an amazing, it's a, as someone went, as someone said on a different podcast listening this morning, it's a different version of Kicker. But I was like, you know, if this is my new version of Kicker, I'm okay with this. I like this. This Be- is cool. So Arcane Proxy, I got excited about this because it's a blue card. You can, like, if you're doing an Is It style deck, on turn th- turn two, you yeah. do uh, Expressive Iteration. Turn three, cast this, get Expressive Reiteration again. Yeah, you could. <laughs> like, that shit seems like... The, the, the downside silly. is, like, it, it doesn't have flash. Uh, who was saying it? Someone on Twitter was saying that, like, this is a, an interesting mel- uh, combination of, like, uh, what Snapcaster and Trench, oh, Gear, Trench Gear Hulk was all about. Does. Yeah. Like, the, you, can, you can, like, flex it and stuff. And the thing is, like, you can make this bigger. Like, uh, if it enters the battlefield with, because uh, c- it is a wizard, like, if you have a thing where wizards come into the counter, uh, uh, adaptive automaton, wizards enter the battlefield with an additional plus one, plus one counter, it sees that it's going to be, yep. like, a 3-2 set or a 5-4. Yep. So you can, like, be getting bigger spells with, like, pumping uh creature types as well so. i think i think the these new proxy cards are going to be or proxy <laughs> that's that card i uh, think the new prototype mechanic like we're going to see some really cool things in pioneer and modern with it and a lot of like blink effects which is fine but like i think what's really nice is like like modern sense is like you'll have a lot of i think you'll see a lot of weird cards come out of the woodworks like my first thought when i saw these was somebody wanting to play like ghostly flicker i mean yeah because why would you not want to blink two of these guys, like two different ones, and go, now they're bigger. But, I mean, so we've got prototype, new mechanic. We've got meld coming back, and there's mm-hmm. three meld cards, so we already knew two of them. Yep. One of them being the Urza and one of them being Mishra. Yep. But then Titania. Yes. Gets a fucking meld card. Hell yeah. And yeah. You know what the worst part about Titania is, though? This will make you very sad. So Titania... Really cool, but because the mana cost to the back of the card is equal to the front two cards from the meld mechanic when it puts together, yep, this can die to fatal push. Yes, yep, it can. And it's like, oh no, that is no. really shitty. <laughs> it's but, sad, <laughs> but you know what? It's still fucking cool. It, no, it is. It's still really cool because honestly, I think about it this way: where it's like, I don't know, you're not always gonna get your stuff right away, and. Some people, if they if they're running meld cards, they maybe will have at least two copies of each mm-hmm. of the needed melds, or you know, four of one, two of yeah, two whatever of another. The, this I, I this one f- you could see four of each. Actually, this is yeah. actually pretty decent for any deck. But that so meld I th- coming back is really cool. Unearth is going to be coming back too. Yep, yeah, in so, different colors. Even yep. it's not specifically black and red like it was when yeah. the shards block. But I and I know Anthony was talking about this in one of our group chats. The blueprint cards. So some of oh, these that have gotten released God, are yes. really fucking. They cool. are nice. They have all the blueprint cards officially uh, previewed. I think we'll talk about that on next week's episode. Yeah, to like go over all. That. Mm-hmm. But blueprints. But yeah. yeah, so I don't know that we'll we'll get it full into spoilers and talk and yeah. stuff like that next, next week, week when we have everything. Uh, let's let's call this now. When the full spoiler comes up, pick your favorite three cards. They can be the popular ones. They can be the not yeah. the popular ones. Pick your three so we can talk about them. So can, that way we have Can a we also pick blueprints as our favorite cards? You can if just you want to. Just, just keep in mind that's one of your three. 
No, I'm just going to say oversight is going to be, that's a different topic. Um, reminder two, Time Spiral Remastered, if people are looking for the retro version of Artifacts, because we got new yep. retro version Artifacts coming out again, check out Small List, but they're there, and they're not too expensive to get. Foil, probably a different story. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But Always check them out. Story. But speaking of retro frames, Ooh. the cool new thing coming with these commander decks, so you get a Mishra one and a Urza one, all of them are having retro framing. Yeah, dude. Which Full is deck. hella fucking cool. This is the first time for having retro frame for uh, the artifact lands. Yep. That's that's getting in here. Oh, dude. The new art and was new really yeah. cool on them. Yep. So full full yeah. commander list, all retro. Full, if you yeah. want your regular ones, collector boosters, you yep. have to go through to get them. Or set boosters have a few that drop in there? No. No. So no, just collector? So yeah, the, only- the other cool thing that's happening with the Brothers War set is the Transformers cards that okay. are coming out. We got that and too. the big thing that a lot of people are, some people are happy about, some people are kind of upset about, is how not rare they are. Well, because the yeah. the collector's packs, you will get one in it no matter what. Yep. But then you still have a chance to get them in the sets. But the ones you can get in the collectors aren't the ones you can get in the sets. They have that, two, they have like the showcase yeah. version and the regular yes. version. So and that and the the ones that come in the collectors, they're the specialized showcase that are a little bit rarer to get. Yep. Those are actually alternate Shatterpoint universe cards. So the difference is is like you see Megatron and Optimus Prime reverse roles. That's why the coloration are a little bit different and strange. So that's the big thing for those, and that's where, yeah, the collector boosters, people will be happy to see those and get those if they want them. Otherwise, I mean, just get Transformer cards. They're cool. I was about, and I was about to say, with the Commander decks, with this being, we already talked, some people getting a little bit of FOMO on, like, the first time they're doing something. This is the first time they've done retro framing in any form of on the Commander decks. Yeah. I bought two of each copies. Yeah. Or I pre-ordered two of each. These so. are good ones to get. Well, first off, fucking, there's already like uh, an infinite combo with Mishra yep. and um, Ether, Ether, Ether Heart. Gonti's Ether Heart. We talked about it on a Conjured Currency that that was moving up because that was first showcased and stuff. But er, Mishra is really good card. On there. Yep. But the, the fact that it's like retro frame, new art, more of these ones. Wizards going all in on the fact of like, hey, people love the fact of having retro frame cards because, I don't know, like there's just something yeah, we're, we're feeding into the nostalgia of magic players that love retro frame cards. Yep. Oh, you were playing during Urza Saga retro frame? You got it. Onslaught retro frame? You got it. Yep. Shit like that. Seventh edition? You got it. Which, side note on this too, so I've been I've been sorting cards for J-Dubs so that way they can put things out and make things a little bit easier for the, the workers to find for you. So if you're, if you're needing deck lists completed, go to J-Dubs with your list. They'll try to find you everything they can. They're still in the shameless very... Shameless plug. Yeah, shame, <laughs> not even shameless plug. They're one of our sponsors. Yeah. They are our sponsor right now. Bless you, um, J-Dubs. You know, obviously not everything's done yet. They've got schmucks like me that have a microphone and sit and sort cards for them. They also have... Uh, they bought the big like machine sorter too. So it's like I'm working in tandem with the machine, and it's obviously doing a lot better job, like as far as sorting than I am. The machine I, is winning. Don't sell yourself, short. No, I'm I'm the pre-sorter, so I sort them into sets. You're just making it too easy for the fucking robot, man. Well, I got to do what I can. Got to do what I can to feed my addiction. Terminator. So I pre-sort into the sets, and then the machine he can program it. So it like sets, so it puts all of the, you know, Mishra's baubles next to each other, all of the Urza's baubles next to each other, yada, yada, yada. Um, 
and can even, you know, organize them alphabetically by color, all that jazz. I mean, I can do that too, but it'd take me a lot longer than it would mm-hmm. a machine. So, um, I haven't seen it up and running, but it is up and running now. Like I haven't seen it working. So I'm excited to sit and do that because once I'm out of a sorting shop, um, I just get, I'm going to go back and help put things away into the, their necessary spots. So free labor. Yep. No, not free, but. Oh, bargained. Bargained labor. Bargained. But, uh, you know. Bartered. It is a lot of, it's a lot of cool stuff coming out with Brothers War. I know, like, looking at more and more of this stuff, I'm excited about it. I knew as soon as they announced it, Anthony was excited about it. Like. True. I'm pretty sure once they said the name, I heard him screaming from Jamestown with excitement. (laughs) Because it was still, you were still in Jamestown at this point. Oh, yeah, yeah. Last year when they were announcing stuff coming out. Just the, just the names of everything. Like, pretty sure I heard it. <laughs> it's it's going to be my year of all the artifacts I want. It's going to be his year of more, year. more moths coming out of his wallet. I have lots of them, okay? <laughs> I collect them as pets. <laughs> how, how is They're Bobby doing these days? This one's, oh, Bobby. This one's Chad. That one's Carlos. <laughs> this one is Juanita, and you do not talk to her unless she wants to talk to you. She's aggressive. But um, I suppose... She likes them 20s. She's got some big brothers. Speaking of nostalgia, 30th anniversary stuff, a little bit of pre-thought cast before we jump into the currency as far as a recap of the Magic 30 event. I feel that recap can go into super deep. Does the recap have anything to do with your thought cast? Okay. I think maybe we're going to have to push the recap... To next week, I was gonna say. Time I was gonna left. say let's let's. There's so much to talk about with that recap of what happened at Magic Thirty. We've got four of us. Each of us gets up to five minutes. If not, everyone uses their five minutes. They don't have to. That tw- we're just done. That's twenty minutes. That's twenty minutes. That's twenty minutes. Do you want three minutes? Of you? Oh. Just three minutes of each of us giving. Do you want less time? Because okay. a quick quick thing for the listeners, the viewers, however you're listening to us, viewing us. None of us went. Yes. All of us are living vicariously through anyone and everyone that was posting about it. Yep. I was sick last week, and so I definitely was done there. Reddit, and I have a, TikTok, and I have a funny, YouTube. Well, I know, like, I specifically with thought thoughts in my head that we would talk about this. If I saw a TikTok that someone was at Magic 30, I sent it to. Oh, yeah. Sent it to one of our group chats, whether it was just the three of us or the four of us. Yep, Whichever one popped up first, I just sent it to kind of keep it fresh three minutes just i'm pretty sure all of us maybe have the same thoughts in our head okay dude am i starting you're starting it man okay so my immediate thoughts were the first thing i saw was somebody opening up their black lotus vip pack like what they got with their ticket so they got a backpack they got some play mats they got a deck box they got Convention edition mystery this boosters. This is the person the that got the ones. Black Lotus edition ticket. That yep. was like seven hundred dollars. The big Black Lotus the biggie. VIP. Yeah. So yeah, I think the there big, was a big. I think there was a Black Lotus and a Black Lotus VIP. Yeah. Okay. May, may, either way, it, it was their Black Lotus VIP. So you're a very important person. Uh, you got a handful of collectors boosters from various different sets within the last year or two. Yep. You got the updated versions of the convention mystery booster packs. You got a deck box. You you got some uh, you got some prints and stuff like that. And then there's oh, like their commemorative pin booster that they yep. had. They got um, uh, the arcane signets. They got the arcane the signets. Infinity Gauntlet, the points, which I'll get into that here in a second. Mm-hmm. And then they got the the uh, soul rings that we've had now for a long time. Yep. Two years. Um, Two and then years. 
the part that I, I definitely laughed at the most because in the video I watched, he's like going through all this cool stuff and then he pans over to the right and he goes, and then there's this trash. <laughs> and he got he got four packs of the the Magic 30th anniversary collectors. He got a thousand dollars. Like MS not it's not MSRP anymore. It's uh whatever it's, it's the nine hundred ninety nine dollar yeah Magic 30th edition yeah. without the box. You don't get the commemorative box with this bullshit. Assholes. Yeah. Assholes. Yeah. Yeah. Real bad. Um, real bad. But then, so just so I can keep my time and keep within my three minutes, a couple other things that kind of I saw. Uh, one, the the promo. Thank you. Yeah. Keep it up so I know where to go. And as soon as you hear me talking faster, that means I'm running out of time. The, the Arcane Signets promos, a lot of people had like super fucking bent, distorted ones. And apparently Wizards wasn't going to replace them. Oh, I so didn't that, catch that part. I some thought... of the and this was like early on. This was on Saturday that some people were posting like, "Look at this shit." And I talked to wizards, the people at the event. They're not. They're not replacing them. Next piece, commander free play area, fucking barren wasteland. Put a pin in that. I got something to say about yep. that. On my well, turn. that's a, yep. that's on your turn. But then one of the big draws, the undraft with Mark Rosewater. One person was po- like posted something about it, and they found Mark Rosewater at the thing, and. They're like, hey, Mark, what's going on with this unset draft? Like, what's going on? I don't know. You'll have to talk to the event organizers. I didn't catch that bit of information. Yeah, yeah I saw that TikTok. Yeah, like it, it was just freaking ridiculous At from everything I saw. And maybe it got fixed towards the end of the weekend. Because then like the big things like the big collector cards and the full sheets didn't get put out oh, until, Saturday, out. until Saturday night. That's all I got. Somebody pick up on anything I maybe didn't touch on enough. Who's going next? Danny. You took most of my stuff. I was about to say, I have a funny feeling we're going to talk a lot. So, yeah, I I saw the TikTok for the guy. He's like, yeah, these were put out Saturday, like, after everyone had claimed their tickets. (laughs) The the, the big cards and stuff. The 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 big cards, the uncut sheets. And the uncut sheets, too. I did see that, too. Like, the big prizes you'd want at the GXPs from the GPX. Yep. And it's like the organizers for this convention just shit the bed. There, there was somebody that was commenting on the fact that they're like, "Oh, this was a strategically uh, thing for them to do." It's like, "Oh, they put it out after the fact that people felt like, oh my god, this is the FOMO that we got to do,' and they got to play more, they got to pay more to do the things to get the tickets and stuff." Like that yep. was one thing that people were commenting on. Yep. Don't know if that's true or anything, but that was something that people were talking about when it comes to the uh, tickets, yep. the prizes. Is for this the- your three minutes? It, apparently, it's apparently <laughs> all of ours. Uh, also, I saw someone commenting on like, like uh, the command zone area yeah. where no one was allowed in that zone to play commander, and you had to go like in the hallways, play on the floor, or find a table that's away from everyone else. Yeah, and like, or you had to be funneled into this one area to to play cards, where like you're at a freaking magic fest to play magic. And the organizers are just shitting the fucking bed. Yield the time. Anthony, you want to say this? I, I won't need three minutes because mine's pretty fast. All right. Okay. So, uh, everything else said. Agree with it. You know, whatever. I didn't get to do much of that stuff. Like I said, I was sick. So, I spent a lot of my time sleeping <laughs> this weekend. And then also trying to make it so I could do the 40K stuff. Wait, are you telling me you had tickets and you didn't go because you were sick? 
I wish that was then the case. Is, then what does you being sick have anything to do with it? I wanted to I wanted to watch a lot of the tournament play, oh. okay? That was my thing. I wanted to see how the standard tournament went and how everything went. Um but yeah, no, I think um uh, I think a lot of it was really bad. I would agree with like the, I think I I don't know who to put the blame on for this. I feel like I don't know if it's the blame of Hasbro. Wizards or if it's the blame I mean Hasbro is always going to be the blame for it because they push for the profit. But like I don't know if it's the the organizers fault for not doing a better job. Like I mean, there should have never been any of these issues of you can't play in the command zone area. You can't have these things on time that I mean, you have Mark Rosewater who had no idea what was going on even. Like he's just hanging out waiting too just like everybody else pretty much. That blows my mind. I didn't catch that part yeah. at all this week. Yeah, that was, so. I and, think that was one of the ones I sent to you guys yep. going. That's and, where uh, I saw it. Yeah. yeah, so like I think I think that's just crazy, you know. Um side note, Blake, who won the uh store championship, he got a picture of Mark Rosewater actually. Sick. So that's pretty cool. And Mark signed his pass thing too, which was cool. Um and he was sending us a bunch of stuff in our group chat, so awesome time he had an awesome time down there with the guys he went with but yeah overall i think it just a lot of that stuff was kind of a fail it didn't feel good and uh yeah i don't know i think the only thing that seemed like it actually took off as a good thing for the whole weekend was probably the uh cosplay event (laughs) after its own fucking fuck up it was prior to this whole thing everything with the cosplay events so well here's the thing what would have happened if they wouldn't have announced the prizes until Magic Thirty? Mm. I mean, right? They they, they would have they would have had a lot of pissed off oh, people. Yeah. But here, they, here was they the probably would have had content creators stopping. Right. Here, so here was the other thing too that somebody I'm done pretty much now too. Somebody brought up to kind of take a few seconds from the other thing. Somebody brought up that this was the second most expensive holiday to have something in Vegas. Yep. Halloween weekend. Yep. Really? really? Yep. Oh, yeah. Because New yeah. Year's Eve is the first. Yeah. Halloween is the second. Yeah, because Vegas really? Vegas yeah. really puts their money towards those more because they don't waste time with like Christmas things. People don't go to Vegas during those times, right? No, they go to, they go to Times Square to see the, yep. the they tree do all the other stuff. Thing. Vegas. Which makes sense. Yeah, Vegas yeah. is all about the like Halloween and New Year's. Costumes. Yep. Costumes. Costumes and stuff. So, the, yeah, it's this is actually that's so true. Very second, impressive. The second most. And the guy that I saw wow. comment on that was like, this is the, like, I travel a lot. This is the most expensive hotel weekend I will have. Wow. So, so, another little fun thing before yep. Matt gets his three minutes and somebody else is in charge of his timer. Definitely. Matt's already taken all, all like, he only gets one. Five of our minutes. <laughs> okay. Okay. You get, okay. You get 30 half. seconds. So, this is, my time is, my, my time is started. I want to start off with one of the things I was mentioning of, like, the commander play area. Time's up. That. <laughs> The commander play area that wasn't getting uh, filled and stuff. You got that with the Ruby Pass and stuff to be able to play into that event. It wasn't stopping players from going to those themed rooms where there was the Streets of New Capenna themed room where it was like Elspeth's Bar. There was the... Uh, it wasn't a Zendikar one. It was a fucking Kamigawa or any shit. Like there was themed rooms where people could play in pods of four for a commander. And for the big... Uh, commander area zone one of the pictures that was posted up on twitter uh people were speculating like this was a picture that was taken prior to anybody showing up it was not as barren as that photo uh as as people thought from that and it's like 
Okay, yeah, I, I, I can believe that. Uh, one thing is definitely for sure. Everybody in the magic space has like a whole doom and gloom mentality when it comes to like wizards trying to do something. It's like, ah, wizards fucked up here kind of a thing. And it's like if they took the picture prior to everybody showing up yeah. to show like how empty it was, it's like, of course, then, you know, it's like then you're going to like rage, uh, rage bait motherfuckers online and shit for that. Um, so that was the comment on Danny. There, What was the pin that I put in for yours? Uh, Mine was the, the command zone. Oh, yeah. So the command zone again with yeah. the, the, the theme spaces. Um, Jason Ashcraft, he went down there for Magic 30 and he said that he was able to get into some games and stuff. And he was like able to uh, uh, to go to the theme room, the, those theme spaces pretty readily and that's it's not like the 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 reserved play space because yeah. you can like hang out and shit there and there's like a lot of memorabilia like in the uh, i remember the elspeth room very well because it, it looked very good it was, a, it was a fucking bar they had halo they had like a shadow spear replica and a luxior wait were stuff. they they were selling halo as a drink no it was like as an example it was like it part was of the decor for <laughs> sure it's <laughs> vegas they're selling halo <laughs> so Needless to say, you had that there, and that looked like a really cool spot for people to play, uh, and it was really cool. Uh, when it came to the cosplay, the winner was Deviant Cosplay, Dark Art Cosplay, I think their name was. Yep. And uh, they had an Ashiok cosplay with a smoke machine. That, and that was one. super cool. I saw they, that one. They Bob. won, and I followed them on Twitter. And honestly, little side note here, I'm really tempted to be like, yo, man, you want to come on the podcast and fucking do an interview really with us? Because cool. I think I'm going to yeah. reach out to him this week. So uh, stick tuned to that. Yeah, reach out. So and uh, You I, interrupted all of ours. I'm interrupting yes. yours now. Uh, <laughs> uh, a big thing like with like the picture and everything that was like the viral picture and everything, and we'll stop you. You. Yeah. You're pretty he's much done. <laughs> Put a fork um, in him. He's done. But but the other thing that, like, I kind of speculated that that was kind of an early, like, okay, rage piss off the magic community that's not there. One thing that was kind of brought up on some of the, con- like, middle lower content creators is this wasn't an event for the, wasn't an event for the casual player. And no, the primary thing that was here was worlds and stuff. And then you had, like, the cosplay contest that was, Funny, like... I mentioned this a while back. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah, I completely <laughs> agree. It's it's still the fact that the way that they... Yeah, the like, way they presented like, it Hey, come celebrate with, like, like everyone. Come celebrate with us at Magic Fest. Yeah. Magic 30 Fest. I can't... But, can't. but then they price out every... Well, they, they price out 90% of the community of Magic players. When it comes to the tickets, yeah, some of the tickets were pretty... The, the, the Black Lotus VIP, I guess I can't be too upset. Like, that's Black Lotus VIP. Well, that's going to be, like, high-end shit. Yeah. The yeah. fact that, like, the command zone accessibility was, like, at $300 for yeah. the Ruby package is, like... Black Lotus, Ruby, Sapphire, and then whatever the other ones were that for like a, a day pass or a weekend pass and shit yeah. like that. Like the, the 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 pricing of the tickets was definitely the shitty part uh, on Wizards to do that. But people are they're also talking about like you know like getting into Vegas, knowing now that it's expensive to go to Vegas for mm-hmm. a Halloween weekend. It's like, oh man, Wizards, like you're fucking already having these expensive tickets. But but they can only do they can only do so much when it comes to like trying to get an event no, set true. up with whatever venue that they're trying to it's do. It's true. Like, they want to the tie stuff together. I mean, yeah. they really want to tie things in, which is fine. Like like I said, my point of the whole thing was I don't I don't know who you put the blame on more. Is it Watsi or is it the organizers that you know they should know what they're doing for this? They're hired for that it's, purpose. It's it's totally on wizards because they are the ones who hired everyone. Yeah, they should have a standard set. Like, hey, if you don't meet these, well, you're now blacklisted. Uh, on to the next person, and or 
whoever they use has to have a 100% guaranteed success yeah. rate. Can I just say, I'm hoping that this is like a good blueprint, a good like t- test the waters thing for Watsy to do for coming up to. Like, this is what we Pro fucked up Tour. with, so now we're going to fix it. So, yeah, with Pro so, Tour coming in 2023, like that's oh, the thing that's yeah. coming. They're, they're mentioning that that's going to be like convention esque. And so far, Magic 30 seemed very more convention esque outside of like the, the, uh, th- the, uh, worlds world championship and stuff there so with pro tour coming up maybe this is kind of like a way for them to get back into the groove of like a big fucking convention kind of a thing as of now uh it's no did they change it from charlottesville there's an update on that or whatever uh we talked about it on an episode a while ago listen to that episode <laughs> location got changed and stuff yeah. but it's like when it comes to pro tour coming in 2023 like maybe they're going to be looking at what's magic 30 vegas was to expand from to see okay this is kind of like this is where we fucked up this is where we're gonna fix things this seemed to work so let's continue to do this so my rebuttal to that is they've had 26 years of ptqs grand prix and every other freaking competition that they've had in paper yeah, no, I and, agree. And I then they, and that. then they, ha- oh, hey, we ha- we don't have conventions for two years, and then lo- they forget what they're doing. But also remember too, a lot of the a lot of the world outside of our Midwest bubble is still operating different because of things. That that's one hundred percent fine. I one hundred percent agree with that or understand that. But it's still the fact that you're you're a now a billion dollar company who's had thirty years of experience of doing this, or twenty six years because I'll take off. Well, you got to take one year years. No, you two, just take out one year. This, hey, this, is 28th, this was the 28th event thing. Okay, so they've had so. 28 years of experience of doing big conventions, of having a lot of people, thousands of people play in a certain room or building. And it takes one year for you to forget how to do this. Remember, this was like a restructure kind and, of and that the, thing. But here's the thing. Like though, looking to make it like more... When it when it comes to like having this big of an event, one of the things that they mentioned is like you know like more of the Magic players are the casual players. They don't know about a lot of the the ins and outs of pros, the the content creation that goes with Magic and stuff. And like maybe this is where they're like a slight shift to being able to be more accommodating to the the casual Magic player. This was not. No, for sure, no. It's not a. Com- it's not the the, 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 so- the events and stuff that they're doing though, like the panels, the uh, the extra events that you could do. But didn't it, they do those like- the Grand Prix? It, the Grand Prix was just Grand Prix. I've been to them. Um, they don't have the panels and stuff, but they have like the artist stations. They have the selling stations and things like that. And then like the last one I did in 2019 in Minneapolis, that one um, kind of started a cosplay thing because normally that wasn't a. Th- thing that you'd see at a at like not that grand prix are small but you wouldn't yeah. see it at a grand prix you see that more at a pro tour thing so yeah it's it's kind of it was kind of picking up then before covid hit so but no you're right in what you're talking about you're not wrong like it's they they shouldn't have forgotten anything and even if it was a restructuring like you have x amount of years to help set this up so like i i know Danny's point of it and i understand matt's point of it and everything too where it's like Hopefully forward we fix this, but like that's why I say I don't know who I blame more. Like I know you should blame Watsy maybe, but the thing is, who did they hire 
to do the organizing part. This is a very like like gray that, issue. Exactly. When, when it comes well, to, it's, it's like, very gray. It's, it's, it's a little bit of everything. Don't they have people on staff for no conventions? No, they don't because they changed it before COVID hit because they had a contract that they set up with Channel Fireball to host their events. So this is where that's why I'm saying the issue of whose fault is it really? It's it's who they hired. So who who I don't know who they hired. Yeah. So is so, so it's basically someone who's outside the magic universe. It could be, or it could be, yeah. or it could be someone inside. I don't. We don't know. Like, subsidi- subsidiary kind of thing because like Channel Fireball made a whole new branch of themselves yep. for the CFB events. Yep. And they're the ones that were structuring this. And being as uh, in, in ingrained into the magic world as what Channel Fireball is, mm-hmm. making content, selling cards yep. Yep. at the time, but that's a whole other thing going on right now. But like they were doing their thing. It's like, oh, yep. th- these people kind of have a uh, a, a gist of what uh, a feel of what this kind of stuff should be going I'm, for. And, and that's the thing. that This wasn't done by Channel Fireball either. And, and so that's where, like I said, I don't know who you put the blame on more. And like you can blame, like we talked before, a blanket statement of like you can blame Hasbro. Well, that that's fine, but the problem is that doesn't do anything. Yeah. And then like with Wizards, like I said, I don't know if I'd blame them more over who they hired because like I don't know who they hired. And, and, we don't, that, and like you said, th- we don't know if they're outside sourcing and, to do this or if it's people that know what they're doing. Like you're right. I mean, like I'm not disagreeing with you. I, I I'm back. No, I back no, you on this hundred percent. What you're talking about. So. So it's just a problem. Since we don't know who it is, I can almost guarantee it's not magic related company. Probably, probably. Be- because and they're not hired because again, Channel Fireball would promote their own stuff, or yep. they promote their own stuff. Star City Games promotes their own stuff. Yep. Uh, who's the other one that does it? Nerd Rage Gaming. Nerd Rage Gaming. Any any magic company is going to have their own campaign to sponsor. Or announce yep. and people them. that know the stuff exactly, but no one's gotten as uh, to like Star City Games and uh, Nerd Rage Game and haven't gotten to what Channel Fireball was for Channel Fireball oh, no. events. I, I'm not, I'm not saying, I'm not saying that they're as big as Channel Fireball. They're just but, not big, but it's I'm just, just like as affiliated as they were. That's fine. I'm just saying it's as a company that knows Magic or as part of Magic, they're going to sponsor themselves and have ads out saying, "Hey, we are putting on this." Magic thirty event, maybe in the end it was it was actually just Wizards that set this up. Then if that's the case, Wizards they, was promoting they just a dropped lot of the ball. Then yeah. they need to actually hire an organizing team. But yeah, they just a real dropped one. the fucking ball. Well, this is this is a big ball that they. But just this dropped. is a big event, and I, again, well, I I'm get, still I'm still shocked at the fact knowing that like Halloween is one of the most expensive times to be going to fucking uh, Vegas, and like. I don't know, like maybe they were put between a weird rock and a hard place of like, this is the only time that we can uh, get you in here for Vegas and stuff. And it was just kind of, yeah, who knows? they got to they got to fucking fall in their own fucking petard of like magic 30 is going to be but, great. And then but, it's just like cost so, of so fucking the, so Vegas. The, so the time is one thing. That's whatever. You can have your time whenever you want. You can have it, yeah. whatever. It's the fact that if they drop out it, it. That doesn't matter. It's the fact that they dropped the ball. On the day of the convention of not having organized stuff. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. When it that, comes to that, the, 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 that yeah, is, there's always going to be that, fucking shit falling. Through but there. but this is big when you have a head designer not knowing on when things are and, happening and here's when the, he's part of it. Here's the thing. That could just be that person's perspective and them retelling the story. So that part we don't know it for c- sure. It could be, but this is another thing. Like but that's uh, but still at the same bad time PR. too. At the same time too. I, you know, as far as, uh, like, I've done hosting events, big and yep, small. Yep. 
you know, you bring in a, a head executive, main per you bring in a special yep. guest. They essentially don't have any say on what happens. They might have, hey, they, can I do this? Can I do yeah. this? They just get told where to go. At these specific times. They get told where to go. Yep. So if Rosewater got told, hey, you need to be here at this time, oh, that's no. as far as he knows. Mark was flibble-thipping. He lost his handler. <laughs> but <laughs> Who let Mark He else? lost the leash. <laughs> but speaking of expenses, yep. should we end it? Jump right into Conjured? Yeah, we'll do super quick here with the Conjured Currency for all you beautiful. Super quick as Matt goes flowers on each one so counter currency moving into this section uh we cover the finances of notable card prices and their price trends the main resource that we use for this is the amazing site mtgstocks.com who comes up with a weekly winners article that goes over three to five cards that are moving up in price and three to five cards that are moving down in price the weekly winner article drops on friday we record on tuesday this time so if there's any price differences between then and now we will let you know let's jump into it first off we have delayed fireball printed in commander legends battle for Baldur's gate this red red one instance has overload and it is blurry from this distance for me here so uh it deals two damage to each opponent and each creature they control if this spell was cast from exile it deals five damage to each opponent and creature instead and it has foretell of four red red meaning that you can foretell it for two into exile and then cast it for two west not overloaded. It was sitting at yeah, was $14.23. And is now today market price of $12.77. Average $13.99. European average of $5.32. One of the things with this card is that people just kind of like it for in that slot of board wipe kind of thing. So that's moving up the price. Sky Sovereign Console Flagship. This five mana artifact from this one specifically is the Commander... Le- uh, Commander Kamigawa Neon Dynasty. Deck. Originally out of Kaladesh Block. Yes. Uh, legendary Vehicle 6-5 flying. When it enters the battlefield or attacks, it deals 3 damage to target creature or planeswalker and opponent controls, and it has crew 3. As of Friday, it was at $4.50. And today, market price $3.59. Average price $5. European average $0.79. Cents. This one, I am going to say that it's going into the Grease Fang, Okiba, Boss style decks in Pioneer, moving up in price. And moving in popularity, there's a, a new card that was mentioned in Brothers War that is probably moving a lot of these prices up. And also that will go down because it's in one of the secret layers for the War, Warhammer stuff. The, the ship. Yeah, the ship is in one of the, oh, the, the Orc one. Yeah. So okay, it'll go right. down a little bit of price. Not okay. for that card specifically, but the self. Speaking of Warhammer, next up is Shadow in the Warp. This is a green-red one enchantment that reads, The first creature spell you cast each turn costs two less to cast. Whenever an opponent casts their first non-creature spell, Shadow in the Warp deals two damage to that player. It's a very powerful fucking card. Oof. And as of Friday, it was at... $25.58. Market price today is $20.97, average of $23.84, European average €8.38. Just want to quickly mention here, average price is what people are selling at, market price is what people are buying at. So more people are selling just slightly below of what they were on Friday. And this is going in some pretty significant commander decks, ranging from the the second commander in the Swarm Lord deck, Magus Lisa Kane, as uh, fresh builds from that. But it's moving up in price there. Oh, uh, talk about, legacy. Talk about some cheap pickups. Oh, All right. Too. So the first one, like always, is identified by the 
the MTG Stocks Premium Penny Stocks feature, which finds a card that bottomed out and is starting to consistently uptrend. Today's is War Room. It's sitting at $2.99 and is moving up. And again, these prices are as of Friday. These ones, we don't go into what they are currently sitting at, though. And then the next one and the moving down, slowly moving down trend is Treasure Vault sitting at $5.63. And the last one, How the Mighty Have Fallen, but luckily it's one of the newer versions, Assassin's Trophy, specifically the Double Masters 2022 version, is sitting still at $6.63. So there you go. Nice. Garrett. Yo, what's up? These cars look cool. And all this stuff. They do. They do. I want to I want to pick them up at a cheap price. Can, yeah. Can you help me out with that in like 30 seconds or less? Uh, 30 seconds or less. First off, I could tell you, listen to This Week in MTG, they have a conjure currency section where they go over all these kind of prices up and down. But if you're not looking to listen to them all the time and maybe you've got cards that they don't talk about that you want to find out about, about, there's this wonderful website called TCG Sniper. TCG Sniper? Sniper. Like, you snipe out the prices you're wanting. If you want product, yes, I said product. Because you can do single cards or sealed product like Double Masters 2022 that maybe Matt happens to have a certain one sitting at a certain price waiting for it to get there. It's coming close. I, fingers crossed. But you Same can on. you can set reminders and notifications to go off when a card gets to a high point where you want to sell it or a low point where you want to pick it up because you feel the trend going either which way. And if you say that the guys at This Week in MTG sent you, they will give you three months of their premium, so their plus version membership which you can put as many cards on there as you want. They used to have it where it was just 50. Now it's unlimited. That's ridiculous. You're going to feel like an etched foil throbbing inspector. Where, getting that where you know what? You will still feel like a etched foil throbbing inspector, even with their basic membership of only getting five products on your list. It's still ones that, okay, cool. Matt got his Double Masters 2022. Now he's got it, and he's switching it out for something else. So it's one of those things you can trade and or, you know, take things off the list and put them on. So there you go. Can I can I also get this at specific Pacific time, too? It depends on where you're specifically located at. Oh, fair enough. Yep. So, All right. D- Danny's d- got the thought cast. No, let's 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 tease the thought no, cast. No, it, it was actually uh, a thought cast that we had before. I just want to bring it back up. Uh, with With the blogatogs, if we want to actually have listeners or someone actually write their own kind of blog and talk to us and we Ooh. answer our own our own mailbag kind of a thing basically i like this okay i think so this th- is a good so choice. thoughtcast can be those quick glizzy type questions where they're click hot <laughs> they're quick hot and ready yep and you'll probably shit them out later hot pockets. <laughs> they're cheap thoughts too <laughs> basically they're, they're penny, uh, penny thoughts um but yeah that was just more of my thought, guys. Because obviously, Let, letters to the schmucks. Yeah, the blogs to the schmucks. Thank you to all you legendary magic folk for making it to the end of episode one sixty one of this week in MTG. Big thank you to our patreons who think that this content that you just listened to was worth supporting. Specifically, Pacific. Shut up, man. <laughs> Thank you. Also, also the news, save with the comedy. Also, big thank you to JW Sports Cards and Gaming for being our sponsor. Garrett, quickly mention there uh, of what's going on with our giveaway real quick for that. Since you're the one that's kind of like oh, handling that. Well, just remember, we've got our giveaway going on. Jada, uh, Josh at J-Dubs gave us one copy of each of the Warhammer 40k decks. He said, hey, do something cool with them. So we decided to maybe something hopefully we're we're gonna get the bugs out and see how it works we're gonna do playthroughs maybe every now and then but we did a playthrough for this so that way you guys could kind of see how the decks ran and 
have a little bit of fun where you predict who's going to win and you don't even know what decks we're playing until you start watching it. So yep, go on down there and say... We don't even know what we're playing. We, do. we didn't even know what decks we were playing, but go... I didn't know half the cards. Tell us, you know, do you think Matt's going to win? Do you think Danny's going to win? Anthony or Big G, Garrett, either which way. But make sure to go and follow the King Sumo link and do all the things you need to do to get your entries in. On Sunday, we will have... Or I suppose next Monday we can do the drawings for those of who gets first pick, second pick, third pick, fourth yeah. pick. There we go. So there we go. And uh, so thank you, Jacobs, for helping make all that thing. Now, do any of you guys have anything else you want to ask <coughs> at the end of this podcast? Nope. Garrett, what do you got? Peace out. And with that, Magic Toodles. Folk, we Bye. will catch you next time. See ya. Congratulations, you made it to the end of this week's episode of This Week in MTG. Your listenership means so much to us. Make sure to follow the podcast over on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, or on the podcatcher of your choice. You can watch the live stream recording of the podcast every Monday night at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time over on YouTube and twitch.com slash thisweekinmtg. If you would like to get in touch with us, you can send us a message to our Facebook, Twitter, or send us an email at thisweekinmtg at gmail.com. For all these links and more, check out our link tree at linktr.ee slash thisweekinmtg. Thanks so much! This will be a... Etched for her pleasure. (laughs) Just, wow.